Direct from the ToadHopNetwork.com, it's Huffin' States. The Huffman Stage Radio Show. Money, the clock door! Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios in Universal City, California. Our phone number, 888-520-4374. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. Or email us, us at huffandstapes.com. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be a little British right here. I don't want to fuck about too much at the top of this show. I don't want to be fucking about because we have so much to do. Boring! I don't want to just... Mess around. I want to let you guys know what's coming up on the show. You can also, of course, find us on Extreme Talk XM165 every Thursday night. Uh, follow them at Extreme XM165. We're still trying to beat down the door for a permanent home there as well. Uh, coming up later on in the program, Jackie Bray will tell you the news. That is why she is here. We're doing a segment called You're Not Funny. Examples of people in the world who do things that are not funny. Maybe they tell you a bad joke. Maybe they pretend to knock your hot coffee onto you and you got one of those coffee holders with four of them in it. Maybe they're just an asshole. Call in for uh, You're Not Funny, 888-520-4374. Also, we want to hear your stories of times where you've sent emails or texts to the wrong person and it has turned out to be an embarrassing situation for you. We're going to do that as well. I did one today, actually. Well, on Sunday, I texted... I made out with Drew a little, but I texted it to Drew, unfortunately. <laughs> Wait, well, so, is this a true more, story? More on yeah. that story later. Okay, apparently what? more on that story later. Open open oh, mic nightmares, Drew. Drew popped out of her chair for that one. What is going on here? Oh, move. my God. Awkward call screen for Drew. What the hell? All it's right. Apparently that's coming up later on in the show. <laughs> News to me. <laughs> Uh, 888-520-4374, the telephone number. Us at HuffAndStapes.com. The email, the Twitter account, at HuffStapes. They're all up. They're all functioning. They're all live. And another big announcement to make. Apparently, we're having our first ever live show on March 23rd from the John Lovitz Theater. A 10 p.m. show so you can get nice and liquored up and then join us. So <laughs> details on that coming up later on in the It may be up well. on the website by the end of the broadcast. That's going to be awesome. You know, wow. you buy tickets off of uh, Laugh Stub, which I don't know if you've ever been to Laugh Stub, but like big-time comics and comedians and whatever sell tickets through there usually for like the Hollywood Improv and you know big shows that have that have been to Lovitz before, etc., so it's kind of crazy. It's I mean I prefer haha stub, hahastub dot com. Yeah. Less uh, it's the fandango it's, of comedy. Sites. It's less corporate. Haha stub like laugh stub used to be sort of like the anti-establishment place to buy your comedy tickets, but now it's haha stub. Now do we get anything out of that? By the way, do we get paid? I was I afraid to ask. We get paid. Oh, you don't want to ask? ask? Yeah. You're just like, oh yeah, we should just do that. Yep. Do we get paid? I don't know. Karen or Johnny Ice, if you guys are listening. Call the show. You know the phone number. Uh, <laughs> give us a buzz and let us know if we get paid, if we get a piece of that gate. <laughs> you know what's so shitty? It's, it's probably going to really affect our attendance, actually. <laughs> yeah, they were asking us how much we wanted to charge for tickets, and we were like going back and oh, forth. Whoa. Remember the game um, Remember the game Lemonade Stand that was like, preloaded on Apple had, IIe's? Scott had no faith in our fans to pay. Oh, yeah. Scott was like, can we, I can quartered we make it, what they <laughs> can we make it $5? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just a little worried. Like a lot. Remember the game Lemonade Stand? It yes. was like came preloaded in the Apple IIe's. You had to decide to set the price at a certain amount. And that would, oh, you know, yeah. dictate how much you made. So you had to try to balance it mm. out. <laughs> Sometimes bad weather would come along and fuck up your lemonade stand. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Rain or Shine is going to be our show. Rain or Shine. Yep. You can be here. But I did. They were like, we should charge X. And I was like, how about you make that a quarter of that amount? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe we might be able to trick some people into coming. To be fair, they were asking for $100 a ticket originally. Which seems that was really serious. high. For our show? Yeah, just I'm just not, kidding. Not really. Oh. No, no, we would never charge a hundred dollars. I wouldn't pay that to come see us. 
Oh, no, of course not. You know, the, the shitty part for me and you, Joe, is that because we're decent human beings and we've been doing this for so long and like, you know, people like Jackie obviously have been doing this for fucking ever for free. Yeah. It's like no matter how much money we make from a live show, we can't get out of the hole. No. Like we kind of owe it to everyone to what give Scott's them all the money. What Scott's trying to say is that we're not going to even try. To pay anyone. <laughs> no, <else>. we're <laughs> just going to pocket whatever we p- take in. And uh, because we could never really repay you, we don't want to insult you with, like, a paltry sum. Yeah, I figured. So. Uh, the one proto on uh, Twitter tweets at Huff Stapes, I'm coming as long as it's under 20 bucks. Parking is fucking $10 plus ticket. You're That's right, That's a proto. good point. It's a good point, yeah. yeah. Well, it will be under $20 to come. Yes, it will. And a two-drink minimum. <laughs> and ten dollars <laughs> for the parking. It's a night out. Don't bring the whole family. You it's can a probably night only out. afford one ticket. It's a night out for less than twenty dollars. Yep. Listen, <laughs> if you don't include things that you shouldn't. The best parking, part about it is that the whole thing will probably cost you less than twenty dollars. Just under twenty dollars. That's it. <laughs> because the ticket's less than twenty dollars, and that's all we're accounting for. Only cost that you will incur whatsoever. Hey, Jackie's mom and sister are outside. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. They're here. Your sister's kind of a bitch, huh? Whoa. What in the um, shit? We prefer sassy. Sorry, she's sassy. She was I know getting, she doesn't like me. She, she was, was getting real sassy with uh, Frank. Now, I don't really think that, by the way, but I just, you know, have to fire back because she was, she was sassing me good out there. Yeah, she doesn't hold back. I was trying to be nice and engage her. This is the funny part. She doesn't hold back. It's like... What does that even mean? What did we right, ever do to her? Like, what is she holding right, back? I don't know what from? she's holding back because I was like, "Hey, like, <laughs> did well, she come in here?" I heard you. I, I heard you live in the area now, which was incorrect. And she's like, "Nope, sure don't." Thanks for paying attention, though. And I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, well, do you have a friend that lives near me in Hollywood?" And she's like, "I have a lot of friends." And I'm just like, what, what, uh, "Okay, I was trying to be yeah. engaging. This is me disengaging." She doesn't Ooh, hold back. I just dis- disengage. Ooh. I just got a little sass to her. I love people who don't yeah. hold back when there's nothing for them yeah. to be. There's no point in them holding. Why would they? We should just be getting along. Wait, did you kind of go in for like a hug with her and then just kind of put your hand right back there? No, no, no. I oh, that's what you were doing. Sounds like something you would do. I was no. laughing on the inside. I was. I felt like uh, her and Cherish were very standoffish with me, so I just kind of stood there and I went, "Hey, Braze," and then I, you know, whatever, slinked away like a like a dork. I'm not good <laughs> in social situations. I don't think they hate you. No, uh, well, no. I know your <laughs> sister hates me. I don't know about your mom. I don't know why your mom would hate me. I didn't know what to call your mom. Like, I obviously know her name is Cherish, but I know she's also not Mrs. Bray. Yeah. So it just seemed disrespectful. If her name had been, like, Pamela, I probably could have done it. But it seemed extra disrespectful to, like, address, like, a peer's parent by their first name. and also such a kid. Such a... You just call her Chair Bear. You understand, my parents... Drilled that shit into your head, right? Really? Unreasonable. My friend's parents would drive me home and get out of the car and go, look, Mr. and Mrs. Stapleton, we would genuinely prefer it if your son called us by our first names. <laughs> they it's would tell it to your parents. That, like, I'm not he exaggerating. Needs to fucking stop. I'm not exaggerating in any way. Their names were Mr. and Mrs. Markovics. It was a fucking mouthful. Mr. Markovics. Mr. Markovics. It's fucking terrible. Markovics? Yeah, with a C. And... Wrong. I, they were like, it's okay, like seriously. We well, were, there we were no actually... Jews in your town, huh? It was just like they would do. Like the closest you had was someone with a name that should be Jewish, but they added in like a C. Yeah, and then they just were to like, make it not Jewish. <laughs> no, not, seriously, not only not Jewish. Yeah, not only heard of that. Not only we're not Jewish, but we just changed the the last name too, <laughs> just to so no one even made Thanks any mistakes. Are. Yeah, we're a Vitz. We don't. Mark of Vicks. Yeah, Mark of Vicks. Anyway, uh, yeah. they were like, we we want we really prefer makes us uncomfortable. Can we please call us? But my parents said no. Of course not. I said absolutely not. Really? Yep. Hmm. And they said if we ever catch you, 
You're going to eat a belt. You're going to eat the belt with your ass. With your. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ouch. Dear God. Let's talk about happier stuff. I, um, I, I made a life change this week, Scott. Did you really? Yeah. I'm always like torn as to like how I want to sign my emails because you know I'm like never content to do things like anyone else. And so a lot of times I just sign it love stapes. I know you said you didn't want to fuck about, so I just thought I'd tell everyone the story about how I sign my emails. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, wow, look at you transitioning into so, something that's irrelevant. So anyway, hey, I know you don't want to fuck around. But I around. figured out the new one. I figured out what my new thing is. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to something, though. You yeah. can't just, wait, you're just going to launch off. That's it. I know you want to fuck about, so I'm going to tell you something real quick. And you don't yeah. have to ask any questions. No, I have a oh, question. Oh, please ask a question. Because I always thought it was so sweet, like when you would sign. See, I have such a boner for Joe now because he did that thing on Valentine's Day where he oh. put up the, the thing at uh, Supper Club about me yeah. and how he couldn't live without me. Mm-hmm. That now, I mean, I feel like you always used to send emails to me and you would sound, sign them, love stapes or like love you or whatever. And I thought that was nice between two man friends well, to kind of that was have that kind of relationship. Sweet. See, no, look at that. I, now it's spreading yeah. like wildfire. Yeah. This is a thing you're doing. I, I, I write that to a lot of people. Like, when I just don't know how to end something, like, I also answer a lot of my emails to my bosses at Poker Stars, Love Stapes. Like, I just don't, I just know what to say. But, you know, I shouldn't even say this on the air. You know that, like, you're part of the inner circle if I sign a Joe. Okay, that's, I'm going to go my, back and check. That's my inner circle. That's I, the I rarely, Scott, I make it a point to not sign my emails to you, Stapes. But so my, wait, your way of saying I love you is to say your own name. That's right. So, <laughs> so fucking egotistical. It's amazing. You know you're in the inner circle when I call myself by my government. And also, yes, I do I do rank my friends in the order of uh, how I salute them at the end of the email. <laughs> so do you want to hear what the new one is? Yes, I'd love to hear so it. So no more love stapes. I'll still use it sometimes. It's just adding a new one in. My new one is stapes! Stapes! Exclamation point. Come on. So that's how I've been signing how my emails all week. How long did it take week. you to figure that one out? Years. years. I've been using Love Stapes for two or three did years. Did your shirt just inspire you? came to me one day. Oh, yeah, this is my this is my shirt. Actually, Sam had this made uh, because he and I just tune out immediately whenever people talk about sports. Actually, this is tw- the Piekers. I tweeted, about, I tweeted this once, and Scott almost unfollowed me. No, I almost killed you. <laughs> I almost killed you in sports. real life. In I just real don't, life. I don't get sports. I really don't get them. So every time I'm just like, ah, it's sports. Yay, sports. Anyway, Stapes! <laughs> Exclamation point. You may get an email later from me that says, Sports! Stapes! <laughs> then you know you're in the real inner circle. That's right. Okay. I'll look Aliens! Baseball! Spirituality! Uh, Stapes! Exclamation point. <laughs> I'm disappointed, though, because, you know, we do have some guests here tonight. It's nice to have an audience with mm-hmm. Cherish and Sister yeah. Bray, whose name I completely flaked. Just Lauren. Now. I Lauren. knew it was Lauren. Now Shit. she hates you. Yeah, well, whatever. What are you going to do? She won't hold anything back with me now. Uh, <laughs> and then, Scott, you had to ask her if she wanted a beer because I was just going to bring her one, like, without her having to ask. And then once She didn't ask. I asked her. No, what as I'm that? saying, then once, then once you asked, she was expecting a beer, and I couldn't do it unexpectedly then. Well, anyway. So you blew that for me. They're here. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that the cast of Bones isn't here. Yeah, where's oh, the Boreanaz? Can I even get to Where's this email? Where's this email from Karen where oh, she's yeah. like, and I should probably read off her direct email address <laughs> while I'm doing this. And her social. <laughs> she's like, she's like, ah, oh, they're going to be shooting Bones here all day at the Lovitz. So this girl, I won't say the girl's name, asked me to have you come to the... The artist entrance elevator mm-hmm, located mm-hmm. across from the Tony Romas in beautiful Universal City, California. Uh, there should be a production assistant stationed outside of the elevator that you can let know whether they're filming or not. Now, the whole day, 
She was supposed. This woman was supposed to let us in or whatever. The whole day, I'm like pissed off about it. Like, what the fuck? We shouldn't have to deal with all this shit. No, no PA is going to clear me to come to my radio studio and do my radio show. And then when there was no one here to like clear us from bones, I was so depressed. <laughs> I really wanted to have to be cleared. Yeah. I really wanted someone to have to yeah. let me in and like give me a hard time. Universal pass to Yeah, exactly. Like, boom. I'm all right, important. bones. Yeah. Take it easy, Bones. I, I just, work yeah. here. I just wanted to be able to say Bones a bunch. Yeah, I wanted to talk about <laughs> Bones for like 30 minutes. Remember when we talked about prepping the show? And we're like, let's leave the opening kind of loosey-goosey. We'll, we'll talk about whatever we want. I'm sure we'll have at least 25 minutes on whatever happens with Bones. <laughs> Although, <laughs> look what happened. I was we hoping sh- we would be there when be here when they're filming so we could hear those really corny lines like there's nothing funny about this death yeah exactly like I, was, I made that same I really joke on the land I was going to say it's a comedian that literally died on stage yeah. <laughs> or he killed he killed, killed. Yeah. how'd he do he killed <laughs> So no bones. But like, we so did. We traipsed right through the Tony Romas and on upstairs. No problem. They told everybody how to get in here now. <laughs> Just take the artist entrance by the Tony Romas. No need to buy tickets. <laughs> it's definitely under twenty dollars now. Yeah, right. but there that day, someone from Bones will be standing by <laughs> to make sure he bought a ticket. Uh, we did have some drama before the show because. Um, well, if you notice, I opened the show with doing the Back to the Future theme, and I used to make this joke at the old studio that every week we were, like, snapping cables together as the show yeah. was supposed to start. I remember. And th- we haven't had to do that since moving the toad up until tonight when the internet went out right before the show. I think it's still out, by the way. I'm trying to get back on, but I think it's still out. Still out or yeah, out again. Out. Hopefully yeah, it's okay. just the show's being recorded, at least. Yeah. Um, and so we, we got going right in the nick of time, but I think the problem is, Scott, I think we did that to ourselves. I think we did that to ourselves because... Scott and I went out and bought $25 worth of scratch-off tickets before the show, and we sat in the green room and scratched them off, and we won on almost all of them. Like, we no we had a, the sickest run of scratch-off. What is going on? Sorry, dude, but, like, apparently, Awkward Call Screener Drew just, like, quit the show or oh, something. Really? Yep. Apparently she did. Did she really? Apparently she did. I don't know. Lewis is... Joe, is what did you do to her? Giddy I didn't with do ex- anything. Giddy with excitement. Lewis is fucking loving. This is the most excitement Lewis has had in that booth ever in the history of the show. I told Scott that that I made out with Drew as a joke, as a gag. I was going to get to that later in the show, but if that's what upset her, is she still there? Apparently that's what upset her? Oh. I mean, I honestly, like, if I was Drew, I would have been upset by the fact that I was asked to be a call screener and no one ever fucking calls the show because we're on at 9 o'clock at night. That's why I would have walked out weeks ago. Just, can someone come in and give us like a play-by-play of? Did she what really happened? just leave? Is she sitting there Pat or not? No, no, she's not, not sitting there. This isn't a fucking bit. Pat Fitzgerald, Lewis. Lewis, yeah, come on, Lewis. What's uh, what's the story? No, she's out. She said she's gone. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Just like. Like, what's the cl- give us the Cliffers? Give us the crib notes. She just decided. Cliffers? She just yeah, the Clipper, the Cliffers, of course. That's what everyone calls Cliff notes, Cliffs oh, notes. She just decided it. to leave. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys crossed the line. I okay, look at that. Wow. I crossed the line. Like she, I was gonna she tell like, everyone it was a joke. Her hands up and she's like, my parents listen to this show. God damn this it. has got to be this has got to be a bit that yeah. she's doing to get back at me. It's the yeah, only I, I can know. think of. I mean, we have uh, we have a break coming up. Pat looks petrified too. Pat looks like this is fucking serious. Also, Pat's like just standing by the door, oh, no. waiting for heads to roll. We have a break coming up, so I we gotta, do. Sure, try to fix. This, Wait, we got I a guess. phone call. Let's let's I see who's like calling. Drew too. I, Oh, look at is that a sound effect you have? That's awesome. Nice there job, buddy. All right, great. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to show the seams there, but you've never done that before. Auto attendant answered. No. Oh, no. Puff and say, ah, oh, fuck. Auto attendant answered it. Looks like a try. Try us back. Um, oh, I don't want. Why, why is auto attendant on? 
ridiculous. Who is auto attendant? <laughs> Drew's replacement? I think I made out with auto attendant this weekend, oh, but I sent it to auto attendant. I feel terrible. I, Scott, we got to take this break so I can fix this. Dude, it's only 9.21. We don't run even close to that break. I mean, if you want to take a break right now, no, we can. No, we have to do it. Don't we have to do the first one at 22? I think 25. 25 that's if we started not at 9.07. Okay. doesn't matter. I mean, we, we don't have any bones materials. We could probably go to break whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, well, the whole show was big. <laughs> Coming up later, Bones, followed by more Bones talk and our new segment, You're Not Bones. <laughs> And, and we have the bones with Jackie Ray. Also, we've got some Bones fan fiction coming up <laughs> later on in the show. Oh. Well, as long as we're talking about text messages, you know, I don't know if yes. you guys have been following this situation with uh, Olivia Munn getting her phone hacked, which, by the way, it's not lost on me that Miss Techie Geek Hot Girl got her phone hacked. Like, she was supposed to be the, she's so hot she knows about tech. Well, she doesn't oh, know that much about tech because her fucking phone got hacked. Is that her claim to fame? Um, she knows about tech stuff. She, yeah, that was her thing. She was on um, Miss, uh, Attack of the Show, right? Oh. Yeah, attack of the I, show. I know, she's techie. one of those people that's managed to completely stay off my radar because I knew if I ever found out anything about her, like I would just become obsessed. You'd be creepy, like yeah. You'd be like the stalker turkey. We're gonna talk yeah, about. Yeah, so like news. I've just completely ignored her existence, like forever. I know she's supposed to be some super hot, like video game chick. She's pretty just, fucking hot. I guess it'll say. just make my head explode. And that's what happened today when you told me about this, and I was like, oh, I guess I gotta go look at these photos and <laughs> and oh, look damn. up these gotta text keep messages. Up on the celebrity scandals. And I was like, yep, okay, like, I fucking, I will probably follow you home at some point. Yeah, it's, uh, I was never really that into her because I had heard stories, like, around the campfire that, uh, not a literal campfire. I don't know why, sometimes I use those terms on the air and I'm just like, you're going to go back and when you listen to that on the show tomorrow, you're going to fucking hate yourself because you said around the campfire, you stupid asshole. You have, like, a bucket of water that you throw on it when When I'm all done telling stories about Olivia Munn around the campfire, (laughs) I fucking snuff it out with a bucket of water like an idiot. Um, No, but I had heard stories from other people in a normal setting of conversation that didn't involve fires that she was a bitch. Like, she was an asshole and she's in the makeup chair really and mean. yeah she's like really kind of like got like, ahead of herself with being she the like coolest from person like a ever rich family and so she's really snooty or something i just heard she thinks she was so awesome because she became huge on the internet in addition to on tv or whatever right but i heard she was bitchy so i was like i'm not this chick's terrible but she's like right in my wheelhouse she's brunette she's got curves in the right places she's yeah, just she's, like she's get like slightly dark skin she's I like just keep really her in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> that I can take the top off of. Well, I would just, I would just like feed an Xbox controller down through one of the air holes <laughs> for a couple hours every day. Oh. So, I, when I found this out, though, then I was like, "Wow, this chick cannot be denied." And that's the funniest part about the fact that she's trying to say it's not her is that, yo, just realize it's going to make you more popular. Like Kim Kardashian boned Ray J. She's worth a billion dollars. Like you. Sent dirty text messages and pictures yes, to Chris Pine. At Everyone what thinks cost, you're awesome Scott? now. At what cost? Who cares? Nobody cares. Maybe There's she could achieve fame by her 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 talent. Her talent. No, she could be talented. I don't know. Like I said, I've not paid attention to this girl. Movies though, right? She's been in some like small bit parts now, but it's all from Attack of the Show and being like the geek. I didn't you know, know that. The, every geek's wildest dream. Like right. there was just if you felt the earth move, it was a simultaneous geek orgasm when these things came out on the internet. Now <laughs> which by the way, she's banging Chris Pine, so story totally checks out. She's not into geeks. She's into really hot frat boy looking dudes like yeah. every Although other. Although he on was the in Star Trek, wasn't he? Yeah, but that doesn't make him not a geek. It just makes him a fucking millionaire. It does you're absolutely <laughs> right. But he could be a Trekkie. It's 
It's he's not. He's not attractive. Not. He's, he's not, not attractive. I can't even take the other side for funsies. He's just going to stare at me. He's a tight t-shirt. While we're sitting around the campfire here, I can't take the side that maybe Chris Pine's so attractive. I heard stories you're, around the campfire. Your tall campfire tale of Chris Pine being a geek are fucking bullshit. I'd rather hear one about a guy with a hook. I got a great one. Urban Legends coming up later on. <laughs> a guy with a hook. So anyway, she sent apparently these messages to um, to Chris Pine, who again, just a hot frat guy who's in movies. <laughs> um, so... I feel like uh, we we have something on this. We got I don't know. Yeah, we got this next. Well, the thing is, that. when when uh, Chris Pine received the text messages, he yes. was driving, and they have these apps on your phone that uh, will read the text message for you if you're driving. Do you not have this, Jackie? I don't. I have it. It's mine is called DriveSafe.ly, and so it reads your text messages aloud. So what we actually have is the recording of the original time that these texts were sent and they got played aloud in Chris's car. Thank God. Go ahead. Chris, I less than three when you finger mine the doorway, lick my tight asshole, and choke me so hard I can't breathe. Pull my hair, push my head down, shove your big, long dick in my mouth, so deep I tear up and choke, slap my pussy till I come, fuck me in the ass low and good. It hurts me, but you won't stop, because you know how bad I want it. And how good it feels to force your dick inside my tight ass. Slide your raw, perfect dick inside my tight, wet, warm pussy that I've saved just for you. On top of me, dick in my pussy, it's so good I can't take it. You grab my face, I look at me with the fucking look in your eyes and tell me to take it like a big girl. Come so deep inside me, kiss me, slap me over and over, harder and harder, until I learn to do what you say. Less than three Olivia Zoxo. <laughs> less than three Olivia. See, you can what is that? now. Who's less than three Olivia? Some of it was lost in translation, oh, Scott, okay. but I think a lot of it still comes across. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's how uh, that would be a heart. Like the less than three oh, is a heart. Less than three. Oh. Less than three Olivia's. <laughs> Oxo. Less than three Olivia's. Less than three Olivia's. Got it. Tear my pussy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit lost in translation, but I think that he probably understood well, you don't think the it was gist tear? of the message. I like that. She was very sweet, though. I mean, I think I think that the um, voice to text got across um, what she was the trying loving. to say. The loving. Yeah. She, she's like, kiss me. Right. Like, very sweet at times. So after <laughs> right. all the shoving you're this, there, whatever, right. and everywhere, kiss me. Are we got a phone call. Look face. Uh, up and stay. Who's this? Yeah, it's you because we've lost our call screen. I just took you directly on air. Hello. Welcome. Cool. Later. I just wanted to talk to Drew like it. Awesome. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you lost our call screener. All right, I'm going to go get her break. back. I'm going to go get her You're back. Gonna get her back. All right. We're going to take this break. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW is the telephone number. Off to a great start here on the Huff and Stapes radio show tonight. We've lost our call screener. Uh, voice to text just said, slap my pussy. So, you know, it's going to be a good show. Uh, <laughs> at Huff Stapes, the Twitter account, at Toad Hop Network, and at Extreme XM. Because all anyone cares about is their Twitter following. This yeah. is the Hub and Stapes Radio Show, live on the Toad Hop Network for a full two hours. Uh, we'll be back right after this with more. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Thank you. 
Tonight. Hello. Thank you for having me. Are we in the friend zone? Kind of hoping that we weren't in the friend zone. Is there any worse place to be than the friend zone? No, no, there's still like a whole thing that happens. No, it's not running. You got to turn it back up. There was like a whole, yeah. Yeah, it's, up. it's just not playing. Cool. Da, da, awesome. Da, 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 da. 
What's going on, everyone? We are live at the Hollywood Hotel, January 7, 2011. Give it up! Yeah! Clap. Yes! Clap like you mean it! Clap like you care! People in the back, clap! Clap, you're part of this audience, too! Yeah, let's clap! Give it up! <laughs> but let's give it up for Gus, the bartender. Is he still back there? Yeah. Gus? Tip this dude, the best bartender in Hollywood. <laughs> Let's give it up for Gene, the best host yeah, Gene. in the world. I've been all over the world. He's the best host there is. Fuck China. Fuck New Zealand. It's Gene in Los Angeles, Hollywood. Let's give it up for Wisconsin. Yes. The WI. Rose Bowl losers. In the union. Rolls Bowl losers, but <laughs> but the Packers are in the playoffs. Let's yeah. get up for the Packers. Yes. Green Bay. <laughs> Fuck Chicago. <laughs> Fuck New Orleans. Go Wisconsin. Go Packers. Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers MVP. Thank you guys. Yes, Stez. That was Stez <laughs> over Mike Nightmares. Wait, that's his whole act. His whole act. <laughs> Let's, let's give, give it, it up. up. Let's give it up for Jackie. Give it up for Jack. Yeah, let's give it up for Awkward Call Screener Drew. Oh. Let's give it up for oh. Drew. She is gone. Right. Uh, did she really leave? Yeah, Drew did not answer her phone. Way to go, Jack. I feel terrible. Here's the thing. I didn't let her in on the joke. I didn't say, hey, I'm going to tell Scott that this happened right. uh, on the air. Like, she didn't know anything. She didn't know. I guess, I mean, I, she didn't know I was doing this bit. Like, so I feel terrible because I would never... Do that, even if we had made out, I would never say it. Yeah. on the air. If it was obviously a to. bit. Like, I mean, look, I I you're an idiot. I try to explain as best as I can. I am an idiot. When Thank I bring you. on, when I bring on new people to yeah. the show, that like you're just you're gonna be a target to some extent. We right. all are. We all like put ourselves out there, and a lot of times we also just like make shit up because it's funny. It's a comedy show, so like. If you just make something up, like just wait for the punchline. We'll right, get there. Exactly. We'll get there. Like last week, allegedly, my first stand-up foray was me reading a subway menu. I just suffered. <laughs> I just sweated it out. Right, we're gonna exactly. get to the punch eventually. Right. Anyway, but I guess it wasn't fair of me to not tell her I was doing that first. Yeah. So yeah. I do. Uh, I do feel bad about it. I truly do. I hate doing this to these kids, but fucking JJ Corrado right now, yeah. dude. At Huffstapes, you're on the air, just so you know. Haha. I know we were trying to figure out why Open Mic Nightmares wasn't playing, but we knew we were on the air. But what were we supposed to do? Just stare at each other like assholes? We can't all <laughs> run flawless radio shows no. like Short Stack Radio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you had a great appearance tonight on Short Stack Radio, and that show will be making an appearance on our show next week. Once I can find the podcast, because I gave you secret passwords. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good, because I'll, it'll be my little appearance mm-hmm. on next week's show. I want to let everybody know the Lovitz is open to the public next Tuesday, March 13th. You can pay nothing, no cover, and come see us live. $3 beers, 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. If you are jobless, get here at 3. Start getting liquored up. Our show starts, as usual, at 9 p.m., Come out, watch all the shows live, meet the cast, except cool. for Stapes, because he'll be out of town. But oh, you will wait, be able to yeah, meet what? Asterios, Coconos, <laughs> Scott Huff, and Jackie Bray. And let's be honest, you're all here to meet Jackie Bray anyway, especially if you have $3 beers. Maybe I'll have enough you? courage. Uh, the Love It's <laughs> open to the public next Tuesday, March 13th. So come hang out with That's us. That's awesome. Watch some live radio magic happen. Cool. God, I can't, I can't come as a participant 
or an audience member. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. That's brutal. That's unfortunate. Uh, 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. Us at HuffinStapes.com is the email address. We are uh, live on the Toad Hop Network, ToadHopNetwork.com, and uh, replayed Thursday nights on Extreme XM 165. Uh, if you're listening on Extreme XM 165, come join us every week on Tuesdays as well. Welcome to Huffin Stapes, whoever this phone call is. We lost our call screener. Hello. I lost our call screener. Hello, Scott. welcome. Joe lost our call screener. My, Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Hello? God damn it, stop doing that. My my antics have finally caught up with me. It's all I jokes. I feel bad. I like Drew. Me too. I hope she comes back eventually. <laughs> Someday. Uh, Can I we should have told her that sometimes the jokes hurt, but then you just cry about it when you get home. <laughs> I had an open mic nightmare. Yeah, you did. You now. Here's the thing, Joe. Before you get into that, yeah. you know, one of the things about Toad Hop Network is there's a lot of comedians, like stand-up comedians, on this network now. Yes. A lot of the talk ends up going to what goes on in comedy clubs, what's right. going on in their comedy world, and like we've only done now stand-up six times between us or five times, whatever it is, uh, since this you know latest uh, interest has struck us. So the whole show, we promise, won't just be about stand-up. Like regular things happen in our lives. Like no, we, but it's we new to us. It, like right, when you do your us. first bartending job and you're like, oh man, we. We're so slammed tonight, and this one guy left me like a one dollar tip. And even though it's interesting to you, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> it's only new to us right now. It's we will talk right about now. it forever. But Joe did have an incredible open <laughs> mic nightmare at our was that our third time ever? No, our second uh, time yeah. ever. No, well, it was our second yeah, time ever. My second time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, Scott. You have to tell the story because I didn't know it was happening. This was. Amazing. I'm in such a daze when I'm this up there. Is like so amazing. Anything could be going on. Like people could be coming or going or stabbing each other. Uh, and one of those things happened. Actually, yeah. all three of those things happened, and I had no idea. I'm just up there doing my set, and I guess yeah. afterward, Asterius is like, "You were incredibly poised during all that," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> Stapes is up on stage, and like probably two minutes into his set, there's just bedlam. Now you have to understand, this is in the basement of the Hollywood Hotel where we've been going. This place called Bomb Shelter. It's awesome, by the way. As we mentioned last week, if you ever want to try stand up, go there, try it there for the first time. Super comfortable, super fun, great hosts, whatever. Keep it going for the host. Let's give it up for the host. Give it up for, the, for the bomb shelter. Give, give it up for bomb shelter. Give it up for hotels Packers, in general. Give it up for Packers. <laughs> Let's just give it up for all Let's hotels. Give it up for hotels. Let's, Let's give it up for hostels while we're at it. Why yeah. not? Let's give it up for motels. Let's give it up for beds in general. Yeah, beds. Rest in your head at night. Let's give it up for that. Give it up. Let's give it. Let's give it up for like getting a solid eight hours, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nine's better with the REM sleep, but let's give it up. Yeah, let's just give, give it up it... for nine hours. Yeah, give it up for nine. Hey, hours. Nine hours is the new eight hours. Give it up. Yeah, give it up for <laughs> Ambien. <laughs> give it up for natural melatonin. What do you want to give it up to, Jackie? Give it up for clean sheets. Yeah, in give it up, yeah. Let's give it up for six hundred thread count <laughs> Egyptian sheets. I like you. What else should we give it up to? That's awesome. Can All right, we kind of let's give it up to Unisom. No, let's give it up to Unisom. Yeah, Unisom. Eleven hours sleep. Let's give it up to Unisom, and let's give it up to the Packers. Now, <laughs> that's what was happening with Joe. That's what was happening with Joe. He's up on stage, and like two minutes into his set, every there's like bedlam behind, and you and there's basically just like a sheet separating this bar from the lobby of this hotel, and there's just shit. There's just noise, screaming, yelling, people running up and down stairs, whatever. And Joe is incredibly poised on stage. He's just like doing his bid. He's like, I don't have any fucking boxes. How many liters of DVDs I have? And there's like two people left watching him do his bits. <laughs> because they've all, yeah, they've all run out. No, Asterios left too. Uh, <laughs> seriously, they all ran out into the lobby, including Asterios. He bounces too. Everyone runs out. And uh, Joe completes his set. Everyone's clapping. Yeah, great job. Whatever. Uh, and the guy, the host gets up on stage and he goes, oh man, all right, well let's try to keep the rest of the night stab free. 
Um, yeah, let's not have any more stabbings. And, I'm and like, no one's I'm laughing. Like, what? 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 Did, what, did, what does that joke mean? Yeah, no <laughs> one's laughing. No one thinks it's funny. He goes, okay, so none of you know what I'm talking about. And then he's like, all right, let's keep it that way. <laughs> and Asterius comes comes in and he's like, do you guys know what he's talking about? And we're like, no. And he's like, oh, somebody just got stabbed out there. No <laughs> rule. Like they got somebody got stabbed. <laughs> I said, well, right while Joe was on stage, somebody got stabbed. And I'm like, just like your I'm impression like, of a I'm probably as good as my John Lennon. No. Uh, he's, he was. He was like, somebody got stabbed. <laughs> no, like they really did. No, someone got stabbed. I'm like, no fucking way. A person got stabbed in the lobby while Joe was doing it. How fucking unlucky is that? <laughs> and Joe just powers I through like a champ. Stabbed? Like a No, 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 not fatally. Oh, like a no. like a professional, like a painfully unaware professional. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He goes, no more. Com- Apparently, one comic got mad at another comic, threatened to stab him, then did. And Joe's on stage the whole time, just oh, doing his bits. Oh, comic stabbing each yeah, other? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like hobos. No. Oh. Yeah. No. Wow. Two comics. So, that was absurd. And then, c- should we quickly tell the other open mic nightmare? Oh, about, uh, well, there are two things. The host, about- the host at the second place was, I don't know what to say. He's probably not listening. He's definitely not listening. He was no. real bad. And um, unfortunately, uh, I got into it with him because he was doing this thing when he was drawing names. He was like getting everyone's name wrong, and he 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 calls me Jost Jostamipat Jostamimop, and I'm like, yep, Jostamimop, yeah. you nailed it. Like it was something that's <laughs> obviously not a fucking word. Huh. And he was like, well, what is it then? I'm like, it's Stapleton. He goes, no, it's not. It's Stapleton. I'm like, no, pretty sure it's Stapleton. <laughs> And then he goes, nope, it's Stampleton. I go, all right, well, let's agree to disagree. And this, we're <laughs> shouting at each other over, in a coffee this, shop. over this coffee shop full yeah. of people like waiting to go on. So I set myself off on a terrible foot. But then there was this, oh, no, wait, what about my name, though? He goes, what's oh, your name? Scott. Scott. <laughs> I go, I go, no. He goes, what, what is it? Scott H.F.? I'm like, I go, uh, no, it's H-U-F-F. He goes, you need to work on your penmanship. And then he also got Asteros' <laughs> name wrong. What do you say? Astrology? Astro- what's this? Astrology? Astrology? Cololo. Yep. And Asterios is like, uh, actually, no, it's Asterios Coconos. Asterios, oh my, you're going to get stabbed. Ugh. People, where we came from, people got stabbed. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, the guy may have had a case, though, since I wrote all three names down and he could read none of them. Maybe you need to work but on there your was, and shit. There was another, and Scott didn't throw me under the bus because that's what I would have been like, he wrote it. Uh, there was a woman there who was probably 55 Years old. Can I just say one thing before we get into that? Oh, which so is, we sorry. keep, you know, we keep hearing about like, well, if you go to certain open mics, sometimes it's just like fucking psychos who show up, or like homeless people who just have no clue, like even where they are, and they just sign up, right? And it can be a real crazy drag. People. Like, oh, there's just like they, crazy people show up. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they just want to be warm and pee in a toilet, collect trash and tell jokes, and entertain. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they do. So there's a 55 year old woman there, uh, and she is a solid deuce, deuce and a half for sure. <laughs> And uh, the the presenter reads her name and goes, Smith Lana, is there Smith Lana in the house? And her name Smith Lana, yeah, is obviously she's like, no, it's Svetlana. Obviously, Svetlana, but he can't get, he can't, he's never heard the words. He's Svetlana, what is that? Like he has no, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell what race this fellow was, but he didn't. Uh, oh, that was the other thing, is that he, we hated him and he kept talking about. How uh, he worked for the TSA as his day job, and mm-hmm. I was, and I was about to do like a good like minute long bit. Yeah, as we walk up there, seems like I think I'm going to do a container store, TSA, and uh, <laughs> and and the Flavor Voice. I'm going to do those. And I'm like, all right, cool, sounds great. TSA Flavor Voice, but my TSA bit is like pretty much racist because I say that 
Um, how do I, I wasn't sure if it was racist. And then when the dude said he worked for TSA and I decided not to do the bit, that's how I knew it was racist. Well, you just knew because the one guy you've ever met who works for TSA happened to be an African-American gentleman. Right. And your and also, bit kind of revolved around <laughs> African-American gentle people working at TSA. That's right. So your total knowledge of TSA people in your life were African-American gentlemen. Is people. correct. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> that's how I knew the bit was racist and I couldn't do it. Uh, but Smithlana gets up there. Svetlana. Svetlana gets up there and then she does like f- probably six minutes. Uh, and she does it on, she does a lot of anti-gay marriage material. Yep. But, wow. there, but it's not like, it's not Dude, like getting gay. up there and be like, you know, I hit the gay people. It's not no. like that. It's like she, she doesn't get gay and she also doesn't get that not getting gay and saying it out loud and being an asshole about it is not cool. Like she's from another country for sure. Yes. Planet possibly. <laughs> she, uh, she goes, I don't know what it is, but when a woman says, this is my wife, that just doesn't sound right. Am I right? (laughs) And when a a man says, this is my husband, that doesn't sound right. That just, that's not right. Am I alone on this one? That's not right. She was so alone on this one in a coffee shop in Santa Monica. Yeah. She was so fucking alone. She was on her, she might as well have been standing on her planet instead of a stage. Like she, no one was agreeing with her. Although at one point, Asterios just goes, yeah. (laughs) Not during the game. It wasn't during the game. No, it was during the part where she goes, have you ever been to the gym and you see these peoples these and they're bitches? so fucking gross, these bitches? They look, she's, she is falling out of every part of herself. There's, <laughs> there's fat oozing out of fat on this woman and she's up there going, you go to the gyms and the people are in the tight clothes and you're like, you're fucking disgusting. You go to the gym every day, you still look like shit. Yeah. You look that like shit. Love too. Did she think that this wasn't just like, I'm going to stand up and tell my thoughts? Or did she think she I think she right? thought she was doing comedy. Many comedians. Oh, that was the thing. She started off, she goes, this is so great tonight. There's so many great comedians. <laughs> and she I put an end to that shit. so many comedians in one place. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. She thought she just happened Am upon I him. Right? <laughs> this is just not right. She sounds like a peach. She was oh, lovely. man. Mm. You know who else did some stand-up? You know who else did some stand-up? Mm. Olivia Munn <laughs> did some stand-up. Yep. Actually, Chris, Chris Pine's cell phone. I yep. less than three when you finger mine the doorway, oh my lick God. my tight asshole. This next part killed. <laughs> Chris, I less than three when you finger mine the doorway, <laughs> lick my tight asshole, this and choke killed. me so hard I can't breathe, pull my hair, push my head down, shove your big, long dick <laughs> in my mouth. So deep, I tear up and choke. Slap my pussy till I come. Yep. Oh. That did way better than yep. the, uh... Gross. <laughs> What'd you say your name was, cell phone? Fuck me in the ass low and good. <laughs> oh, my God. It hurts me, but you won't stop. <laughs> She's so matter-of-fact about it. But you won't stop. But you won't stop. But you won't stop. I don't care. He's got a butler that tries to keep him in line, but, <laughs> but no. Yeah, so Smith Lana was great. Oh, man, that opened my... Because I, you know how bad I um, want it and how good it feels to force your dick inside oh, my... T- don't listen. Love um, Olivia Munn. She's so great in my book now. What is she? She's down for Sulab. She's so, oh, yeah, she was, She came on record and mentioned Sulab. Yeah. Su- she wants to get Sulab. What? That Sulab is the acronym oh. for when you will straight up lick a bum. Mm-hmm. I pass. Which Slide your raw, perfect dick inside my tight, wet, warm pussy. 
What's a perfect dick? I want to know what like the Chris perfect... Pine's dick. But apparently, Chris Pine's. You're you're perfect, rich Star Trek dick. <laughs> <laughs> slap my pussy. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I gotta say, there's any way to rewind when to you that. slap That's my, my pussy and make uh... me come. I believe. Every... <laughs> I just I Which love when I'm, cell phones say I that to me. I consider myself rather experienced, but I don't know if I've ever done a slap job. Really? Like, not, not not to completion. Time? I mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've all slapped. Well, yeah, we all slapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just try it sometimes just to see if you can get away with it. Yep. What kind of response you're going to get? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually not good. That's why Olivia Munn, she's a gamer in more ways Put than one. Put me in the ass low and good. It- <laughs> oh, <laughs> low? Is it low or slow? I think it's slow. It's got to be slow. But that she ass drops, oh. hurts she, she, me, she but puts- you won't stop because you know how bad I want it and how good it feels to force your dick inside my tight ass. Bass? My tight ass. I mean, as if there wasn't enough reason for me to... To, to love this girl, she's like such a freak too. It's like horrible. Like I can barely stand it. Like I don't even want to do the show right now. You just want to go stalk her. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we got to get to Jackie Bray's <laughs> news because apparently at Heavy M four twenty says I only watch at Huff Stapes because of at Jackie Bray news. It's Hey-o. time for Jackie Bray and the news. It's Tuesday, News Day, the only day that matters for news. And now up in Stapes news with Jackie Bray. I didn't hear Jackie the president. Yeah, I'll Jackie Bray. There we go. Okay, Snooki's ex wants a rumored pregnant star to miscarry. What? Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> Jesus. Jersey Shore star Nikki, or Sno- Nicole Snooki Polizzi. Whoa, was that an awesome Morlock? No, Nikki. I did it all for the Nuki. Yeah. <laughs> I did it all for the Nyaki. Nicole Snooki Paluzzi is Nuki. You did, did all, all three. For the that was a super triple Morlock. That, that was, was a like a top Morlock. rope flying yep. elbow Morlock. Nuki. It was just the whole welcome. headlock. <laughs> that might even be a legend of all time, Morlock. That might have been news with Jackie Bray and Nicole <laughs> Snooki Paluzzi. <laughs> you just tweaked out like that girl who had the stroke on if air. Nuki. Like, <laughs> I think I actually did have a little stroke. If you, in one word, sum up the entire story. (laughs) (laughs) If you slow down her saying that word, there is actually seven (laughs) words in there. Hi, everyone. I'm Jackie Bray and Snooki's ex, (laughs) Nikki Snooki Pelosi. I don't even really know how to say it. All right, what's going on with Nuki right now? Okay, well, there's rumors that she's pregnant and her ex is hoping that she miscarries. Wow. Yeah, he's a little Is he jealous? What's his story? He's saying that she'll make a great mother, but just not right now. He thinks she's not ready. So so a baby must die because she's not <laughs> ready to be a good mother. Yes. Oh, look who's okay. a Christian all of a sudden. Yeah, so he's saying that when they were dating, she would talk about kids, but she would always change her mind. So he's thinking that she's just not ready, and he's doubting that Snooki's current boyfriend is even the father. And um, this is his quote. I would def recommend her to get a pregnancy test. To see who the father is, because I'm sure there are other subjects. Other subjects. What a gr- That's a guy can... clearly trying to sound smart. There yes. are other subjects. subjects. And because no, you can not. tell paternity through a pregnancy test as well. Right, yeah, get a pregnancy <laughs> test. This guy's amazing. <laughs> did you see where the news, did you see where the news story came from? No. Latino.foxnews.com. Like, like Jersey Shore, because she happens to be Latino, is specifically a Latino thing. Is Everyone else Latino? wouldn't care about oh, this. Like Just Latinos. Yeah, she's Chilean. That's right. right. Hence, right. what was it? Luca Brasi sleeps with the sea bass I sent her. <laughs> yeah. She fucking ignored me for, forever. Yeah, I mean, she's right too now. big time for you. Scott, yeah. that was deaf, not the best joke to send to her. 
<laughs> you know what you'd probably do after tonight, though? Operation Get Nuki. She'd probably yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Hold on. I like, the, I like his quote about the miscarriage. This quote's amazing. Can you read that one? The oh, second said, quote. About- I hope for her sake, not to be rude or anything, but I hope she has a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> not to be rude or anything. Not to be rude or anything. Now, no we've, we've been over this before. Like, just because you say that doesn't mean you can follow up with you don't have carte blanche to be rude after that not to be rude or anything but dead babies <laughs> no offense i just hope you go through a very painful yeah. event where not you to be emotionally and physically painful event not to be rude or anything not to be rude or anything but you're a complete fucking fuck up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think i actually think that we should premiere our new segment yes. on the show Legends of all time. These are Huff and Stapes legends of all time. Now, there may be a better bumper down the line, but I would like you to just play me in with something right now, if you if you would, please, Nick. From time to time on the show now... It's right. He's right. Let me be your hero. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time on the show, I think when someone really does something that goes above and beyond the call of whatever the specific what instant is, we should give them a Huff and Stapes legend of all time. It's like our Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I would like to put up as a first ballot Hall of Famer. What's this idiot's, idiot's name? Emilio Masella. Yeah. Emilio Masella, you're a legend of all time for the greatest use of, not to be rude or anything, <laughs> of all time. That's the right. The greatest, most insanely cocky use of not to be rude or anything. In this case, to say, I hope for her sake, not to be rude or anything, but I hope she has a miscarriage. Has to be one of the best. And I would I would lump it in with also no offense. When people say no offense. No offense, Either right. No offense, with all due respect. With all due respect. Yeah. He gets it all. You think so? You, there's not separate categories? For... Okay, but I'm going to give it to him for no offense or not to be rude or anything. Okay. The greatest not to be rude or anything or no offense of all time goes to Emilio Masella for not to be rude or anything. But I hope you have a miscarriage. Yuki. Um, not I only hope your baby dies, Yuki. Not only is this the greatest of all time, but he has now been elevated to legend status. A Huff and Stapes legend of all Legendary. time. Legendary. All time legend. What is it? All time legend? A Huff we, and Stapes all time yeah, legend. Huff and Stapes legends of all time, I think is what we decided on. Legends awesome. of all time. You, you, sir, are Huff and Stapes legend of all time. You are joined by the ranks of Chris Grasso. <laughs> For his Morlock? His Morlock is, is a legend yeah, of, right now. Right of all time. Now? What's that? I didn't beat him with mine? No. That was pretty. Uh, it was good. It, it, was wasn't, a, it was no pussy clown, though. Slap was, my pussy clown until was, I come. <laughs> Slap my pussy clown. Oh, gross. Yeah, but anyway. What do you think of my impression, Johnny Ice, of the uh, voice to text? Do you like that one? My tight asshole. Oh, God. So what do you want to do? Do the round robin when we get back? Yes, no, we got time. We still have five minutes. Are we supposed to go at 55? But we started late. Okay. We're basically going to do it. Let's get get her done then. Okay, well, Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. Yes. An Oakland County woman said she's become prisoner on on her own property, stalked and (laughs) harassed by a 25-pound turkey. Edna Geisler calls the foul bird Godzilla. The 69-year-old told the Detroit Free Press that the turkey wanders near her Commerce Township property each day from the nearby woods. She recently stumbling in all drunk every day. <laughs> I think he's drinking coming for you. He's drinking wild turkey. Oh yeah, <laughs> goes on nuts. All drunk on wild him. <laughs> <laughs> she recently couldn't get to her front door after a trip to the grocery store. Wild me, I fucking love that. <laughs> so good. I have to go to the post office at six o'clock in the morning to avoid. You know why him. she couldn't get in after the grocery store? <laughs> you got that bottle of me I asked for. <laughs> that bottle of wild me. 
She's apparently been bumped and clawed <laughs> by the turkey. Bumped and clawed? Yeah, he bumped oh, wow. her and clawed her. Uh, she's tried changing the <laughs> her schedule, but um, it hasn't worked. Even her friend said the turkey went after him when he opened the cart, his car door. This is a relentless turkey. This yeah. turkey, she changed it's her schedule people. and the turkey's like, you can't fool me, bitch. Yeah, no. <laughs> they even had it have a video posted online of um, Godzilla roaming the grounds, acting like they're his own. <laughs> and state wildlife expert Tim Payne said adult turkeys are known to aggressively defend their territory. Two old women. <laughs> although most fear people. This uh. is amazing also because like in the story they give the turkey like so much credit for being really smart and like figuring out their schedules and stuff. <laughs> turkeys are one of the dumbest animals on the planet. Just goes it, to show you what's up with Detroit. Yeah, right. <laughs> a turkey will root. He's a genius. He can turn the automotive industry around. It's a ge- even even the animals in Detroit are criminals. Um, <laughs> like a turkey will routinely drown itself when it drinks water because it forgets to take its head back out of the trough. <laughs> and this thing is terrorizing a human being. Yeah, an old lady. Also, the turkey is always hitting its ball up on our lawn. <laughs> Riding its motorcycle by real loud at nighttime, just up and down the street. Turkey lawn jobs. Well, they're saying that the bird has probably attacked and the person retreats, and that's telling the bird that what they're doing is good, and it reinforces the aggressive behavior. And well, so, this turkey needs therapy. Yeah. Wait, what's reinforced? I'm sorry, I missed that for a so second. So, like, if the bird comes and attacks you yeah. and you run away, the bird thinks that he's winning, basically, and uh-huh. that what he's doing is okay. So you know, that brings him back more than like say like feeding him or something like giving him bird seed. If no, he probably you. not. <laughs> yeah. How is this running away? So don't run away. What are you supposed to do? Basically, they have to... no explanation as to you how, have why to the let the turkey doing. rape you once. <laughs> then it knows you're not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes home. You're what? To, you're supposed to open a large umbrella to drive the turkey back into the woods. Oh, of course, a turkey umbrella. Most <laughs> people don't have a regular umbrella. When it rains, I'm fucked. I have a turkey, turkey umbrella, umbrella, a special turkey umbrella. And that's yep. exactly why I released this aggressive turkey into Detroit, because I've just started my very own turkey umbrella business. Stapes, exclamation point, tur- turkeyumbrellas.com. Love it. Stapes, exclamation point, turkeyumbrellas.com. Yeah, they said to make some runs at the bird so you can become the aggressor. The yes. bird needs to learn who's boss. But um, the woman that he is stalking. No, no, it said the bird needs to learn who's the boss. And there's a picture of Tony Danza next to it. <laughs> My mistake. Uh, but this Edna lady says, every time I eat turkey, I smile. I'd like to do that to him. Why aren't you? I don't know. What is stopping? If, if someone walks on is on your property in many states, you can shoot a human being. Yeah. There's you probably the state, some law protecting this turkey. If I was Obama, I'd pardon this turkey next year for <laughs> sure. I would, have, I would pardon the five. Uh, like, oh, yeah, you know that turkey trying to rape that old lady? Is pardon this turkey for having giant brass balls <laughs> scared the crap out of a 69-year-old woman. This turkey is so smart, it can definitely bail out the automotive industry. <laughs> so I am pardoning this turkey. Its ability to keep on schedule It'll be the will new help Ford Motor Company to... Uh, do something. All right. Because that's what we do. Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. <laughs> now, every once in a while, yeah, there comes right. along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such, such a story comes along, it is Scott and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. Now, Scott, yeah. the only thing I did not call today are the listener submitted Guesses. Oh shit! Guesses or or, or punchlines. Punch All right, hold on. Will. There's one that just like absolutely has to be read. 
So let me get to that one if the fucking internet is working, which I don't think that is. All right, here we go. I'm going to do the first one. Go ahead. Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey, further proving horrible grammatical standards in this country. The bird misread the common phrase as, let's talk turkey, as, let's stalk turkey. <laughs> nice. Uh, Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. The turkey stalker is the subject of the sequel to the J-Lo movie Enough, which is called Enough. Okay, maybe some leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. It should be noted that the incredibly racist Detroit woman was actually talking about a jive turkey. Oh, come on. <laughs> Detroit area woman. <laughs> oh, man. Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. As punishment, the turkey stalker will be turned into turkey stock. Detroit area woman stalked. Turkey stock. You don't have to fake laugh. It's a real thing. Turkey, turkey stock. stock. Yeah, turkey stock. <laughs> Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. The woman claims she awoke one night to find the turkey standing over her, masturbating. <laughs> Detroit area woman stalked by aggressive turkey. He don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and claw. <laughs> Which is very specific to this news story. Now we got to take the break. Do you want to do the listener one? I'm going to do the listener one real No, no, no. Let's do them right now. Okay. Let's do them right now. I'm just going to do a couple real quick. Um, where's the one that was. Okay, here it is. Uh, the turkey was thrown in prison for life, this being his third strike. Oh, yes! Oh, it's wow. so fucking That's good. so good. You had to give it a second. Wow. It's that genius. Holy shit. Thrown in prison for life, this Kudos. being his third strike. Kudos. Uh, what else we got here? The turkey claims its mistaken identity as the woman said her stalker was a red wing. Detroit. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 99 Problems says she reported the turkey kept yelling at her to yank on his wishbone. <laughs> Uh, Alex Ivanoff, designer of the two ja- the old Two Jacks in the Hole app and the Strip Club or Hair Salon app, available now <laughs> on iTunes. There will be lots uh, available. He wrote all that, by the way. Uh, there will be lots of turkey stuffing this Thanksgiving in the prison showers. Oh, nice. Um, when asked about his motive, the turkey said that the woman really knew how to shake her tail feather. All right, sounds like it's break time. Triple eight five two zero. Four three seven four is the telephone number. You couldn't be more right. Eight 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 five two zero Huff Show. Email us us at upandstaves.com and make sure to follow everyone who helps support this show. That being the Toad Hop Network at Toad Hop Network on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network, and of course at Extreme XM one sixty five. This is the Huff and Staves Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network and on Extreme Talk XM one six five. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network Radio, worth watching. Hey everybody, it's Brendan from the Squadcast. Eric and I are doing our first live show at the Lovitz, and seriously, this event is going to blow. Come so <laughs> come celebrate and ce- <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate you. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squadcast on Wednesday, March 14th. I can't. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Okay. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squadcast on Wednesday, March 14th from 8 to 10 p.m. 
After our regular show from 6 to 8 on the Toad Hop Network, we're heading down to the stage joined by stand-up comics, games, prize giveaways, and even a BJ class from a world-class expert. No bull. $5 gets you into this patriotic celebration of the finer things in life. So join the Squawcast March 14th at 8 p.m. for the Fantasy Bromance Banquet at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater. Check out the this song the club like can completely handle me but i love this song because for a moment i feel like it can't when i, I feel like there's lots of things that can't handle me but the club isn't one of them no the club slide your rope perfect dick inside my tight <laughs> wet warm pussy i couldn't handle that the line of the dmv can't handle me right now mm-hmm. um local deli can't handle me right yeah, now the, I go to this, water bagel cannot handle me right now i go to this place called the oaks gourmet a lot of mornings to just like get a juice or something they can't handle no, me they definitely sure can't. can't handle me I was in line at the Oaks Gourmet, and uh, there was a, a big space like between the front of the line where I was and the counter. There was no one between me and the counter. So I walked up to the counter, and this dude goes, hey, man, uh, I was in line. Meanwhile, he's like talking to me from like the fucking beer cooler, like six feet away, and he's not looking at beer. He's just standing there like in line but so far away from the register. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize because there was you know, no one standing here. And he goes, it's cool. I'm not mad. No, what? And I was just like, you don't get to be mad. I love those kind of responses, though. I'm not mad. Go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> I love those types of responses, though. I got to say, like tonight when we came into uh, came into park, and I guess they had the the parking garage closed off for bones. Yeah, I'm assume it was for bones. I guess. Last, he's like, you can go oh, back yeah. and park in Woody Woodpecker. And I'm like, cool, man. And he goes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, thank you. It was annoying. I had to make a fucking U-turn. I almost hit my car on the curb. Yeah, I don't like the you're welcome, the preemptive you're welcome. Cool, you're welcome, huh? Uh, You can buy (laughs) tickets right now to our live show. Huffin' Stapes live at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater, Friday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. We're going to be good and fucking sauced up by then, that's for sure. We get full use of the green room leading up to. It's going to be awesome. Uh, It'll be us. If we can pull it off, Asterios Coconos and the one-man band will be here potentially to uh, open for us (laughs) and then join us on stage. Yeah. Uh, We've already kind of got a skeleton of what we think we're going to do. One thing's for sure, it's going to be a blast. Tickets are 15 bucks again Friday, March 23rd. Right now, go to uh, thejohnlovitzcomedyclub.com. That is thejohnlovitzcomedyclub.com. And uh, click on the calendar for Thank March you. 23rd, and you can buy a ticket. 
It's fifteen dollars. Thanks. <laughs> this show sucks, but we needed something for the twenty third. This place is gonna be dead. Joe Stapleton, an accomplished comedy writer and producer who has written for Mad TV, The Two Corys, and many others, currently co-hosts The Big Game on Fox. He's passionate about aliens, baseball, spirituality, internet dating, and porn, and is the mastermind behind the show's beloved game. We gotta. Are you reading that? Where is that from, dude? That's apparently from the fucking past. And uh, I've never written for Mad TV, nor would I ever let someone say that about me if I ever saw it. Oh, check this out though. Want to hear something awesome? I wrote one joke for Mad TV. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, don't worry about it. Jackie Bray, Huff and Stapes News Girl. Jackie landed her spot by answering her creepy Craigslist ad. She was born in Salinas, California, the same year program director Frank graduated high school in (laughs) 1988. She has hosted the Young Turks and TYT Sports, likes laughing, news, dogs, baseball, and recently was befriended by Barack Obama. You want to read? You want to hear my? You want to hear my bio? Yes, please. Ready? Do you want to hear my bio? Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, Scotty. Do you want to hear my bio? Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, no. You want to hear my bio? Uh, We're trying to say play the Olivia Olivia Munn thing. thing. Play the Olivia Munn thing. I less than three when you finger mine the doorway. Actually, it's not on here. There's nothing on here. Johnny Ice, God damn it. Pull my hair. God damn it. There's no bio for me here at all. Apparently, I won't be here. It's Stapes and Bray Live. From the John Levitz Podcast Theater, March 23rd at 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Awkward. Seriously, though, guys, go and buy it. I'll make sure that my bio gets up there. Don't you worry about that. I'll handle that part. <laughs> you guys worry about buying tickets. In fact, I'm going to leave right now and go make sure that my oh, bio gets God, up. Oh, God, Scott, come on. No, but you can. You can buy tickets right now. 15 bucks. Uh, enjoy. Drink with us. Scott, there was a mistake in mine. How do you think I feel? Do you mean the mistake that said you were a, a very accomplished comedy writer for Mad TV? Yes. Two Corys, which... I wrote for that. I'd rather look like a nobody than a guy who lies about what he did. (laughs) We should take a couple phone calls because the lines are blowing up right now. I don't know what the deal is. Um, Huff and Stapes, who's this? Yeah, you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, yes, Rich in New York. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hi, Rich. Hello. Hello. Um, I work in a restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, this is your stand up. (laughs) People are like, uh, where's the soup? Can't you read? There's there's a skirt on the one that's the women's room. It's been everywhere forever. So what's up, Rich? What can we do here? Uh, I actually work in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes I'm walking with uh, like plates of food, and people like fake trying to hit it out of my hand. You're not funny. Oh, uh, this funny. is right, he's funny. We got Perfect. Rich for you're not funny. Forcing us right into you're not funny. Um, Joe, why don't you break it down for everybody? Uh, everyone knows how. Excuse me, everyone knows a bunch of people in their lives who aren't funny. There are people who just try to be funny. People who, they're not even trying to be funny sometimes. They're just, just need to keep their mouths closed. You're not funny. That's all we need to say to you people. Uh, That's it. It's pretty self-explanatory. There are lots of I mean, unfunny with, people in our life. segment that you guys were going to? Yeah. I no, I love it. No, no, I, I appreciate you segueing us because we were never going to get there. Yeah. We were just going to keep we talking take about calls, fucking nonsense. And so, you got us there. Thank right. you, Rich. Did you have another well, one or that's I, your I, one? Okay, go I ahead. I actually do have another one. Okay, perfect. Because that one's been done a thousand times, so I'm glad you have another one. <laughs> All right. Um, what about like uh, rabbit ears behind people's uh, heads and pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah, buddy! Now that's a you get two points for that. You get a retirement and you get a you're not funny big time. You're not funny. Thank you. I think <laughs> photo bombs in general of any sort yeah. are just not funny. Like I used to go out with someone that would uh, like to just get in other people's pictures all the time, and I'm just like, what? Why? What? I mean, it's a joke you never get to see pay off. First of all, <laughs> and all you're doing is ruining people's memories. Yep, not worth it. I hate it. the word photo bomb. 
just because that shouldn't even be a thing. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, once you give a name to it, it's like carte blanche for every asshole in the world to do it. It's like, I photobombed you. Isn't that hilarious and cute? It's not. Like Joe said, you're ruining memory. You know what's better than photobomb? Soy bomb. You guys remember that from the Academy Awards bomb, like yeah, 10 years of, ago? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, who hosted kind of, the soy bomb one? It's kind of an outdated reference. Yeah. I don't remember. Was a, she was a streaker, right? It had soy bomb painted on his chest. I think chest. it was a man. Yeah. A man streaker. Yep. All right, Rich, thanks for the phone call, buddy. Love you guys. There he goes. Thank we you, lo- Rich. And we love you. We do love you. We, we do love Rich. I love Rich. <laughs> and I love that you still like it when I'm mean to callers. That's the only thing that keeps spurring me on. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. I like it when you're mean to other people besides Her. me. Clean. Hey. Know so- that you know what the fuck is going on in your country if you don't even know who the people are that are doing the shit to your country. What do you mean, who the people are? Yeah, the government. This particular person, who's he? What's he do? Jackie Bray. Then, then what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Canadians. You're trying to claim that you know what's going on. Yeah, because I watch this shit. What do you mean? Well, then who's doing Chris, it? I less than three when you finger mine the doorway. Yeah. My tight that, asshole and choke me so hard I can't breathe. Oh, pull my hair. Really. Push like my head down. Chuff your big long people. dick in my mouth. So deep. I can't say Stephen Harper's doing this. Or Todd Snow's doing that. Typical Stephen Harper. Doing that. Typical Craig. I like what he's doing. Because I can go, oh, that fucking Stephen Harper. Don't like him. You're just going to go, oh, that random guy I saw on TV was doing something bad? Oh. It sounds like someone's watching Trailer Park Boys. Yes, yeah. Sam. Well, really, how are you? I'm what if you wanted to run for office? But I'm trying to talk. Against this thing. I'm trying to talk. Right? To talk. right? And whatever you hate, right. you wanted to run against office and it's... This is either the best improv ever or the best thing that's ever happened on the show, ever. I I think that they're talking about Canadian politicians. Is it Super Tuesday in Canada also? Sorry. His name was Stephen Harper. I have no idea what these guys are talking about. Stephen Harper? Then I would just go, you know what? Fuck, I don't like that Stephen Harper. And if I could get rid of him every time. You know what? This (laughs) used to be someone else's radio show. Wait, wait, I think we're on. Hey! hey! Welcome to Huffin' Staves. What's happening? You guys, that's Stephen Harper. Oh what God, a fucking... We waited on hold for so long, man. We're no. looking... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. We're... Somebody there? We're... There. They're finally there. Oh, yeah, we're finally, finally there. Finally. Are you fucking shitting me? First of all, put Stephen <laughs> Harper on the phone. Put Stephen Harper on the phone right now. Oh, God, that's them. It is We're not fucking with you. It's us. Holy shit, I told you you're not fucking I with told me. you. I'm going to watch this show for the rest of my life. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. Don't all tell right. him not to, first of all. What's happening, hey. guys? What can we do for you? God, up. Yeah, what's up? Computer. You got to get him back up. Tom Stapleton. No, because it'll get the, you get the double leg back thing, the double. Is gay marriage legal in Canada? Like who do we have the pleasure of speaking to aside from two guys uh, who are very passionate about Stephen Harper? Greg? Uh, all right, great. Nice to meet you, sir. Uh, second time caller. Awesome. Called you two years ago. That's on... cool. We don't need the details. <laughs> what, are you calling in for You're Not Funny or Super Tuesday or what's the story? For what? Oh, thank God we figured out what date you guys called in. Why are you calling in right now, Mr. Halifax? Oh, boy. They just keep Probably debating. Do you remember that, Huff? You, were, you guys were all half in the bag, and you were like, I will sing the Canadian You're going to have to narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so what? Boca Raton. I'm from Boca Raton. All right, guys, this isn't your show. What the goddamn it? What do you guys want to do? Uh, my brother said you're from Boca Raton. It's my brother. I was trying to tell him this I is never a great show. You, you got to listen to this show. I never like, heard of you guys, and then he said something. And I well, I'm glad. Time. All right, boys. We got to let you go unless you want to do This conversation uh, is like the Three Stooges equivalent of the three of them trying to squeeze into a doorway at the same time. That's what these two brothers are doing. Yep. All right, guys, what, do you want to do a You're Not Funny or what? Told you he's the good one. <laughs> All right, that's it. You guys are done. We love you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Bye. I'm so glad we got to listen in, though. Sweet God, that was so worth it. Huff and Staves, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi. That's you. Hey, guys. What's going on? You know what I love about answering the phone when we don't have a screener is how everyone has to timidly say hello. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's Just like to make sure. Uh, yeah, you were you're like, <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, it's so I'm, you. Uh, I'm TJ. Hey, but, uh, TJ, what's I up? I called in a few weeks ago, but what's up, guys? What's going on? Jackie. TJ, do you remember the Hi. exact date and what we were talking about at the time? Because apparently that's a requirement I, for I calling no in. Idea what, date is. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Stephen Harper? Irrelevant. All yes, right. it's irrelevant. <laughs> Ding. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's irrelevant. Uh, all right. This just pisses me off to no end. People who just can't come up with a joke that's funny enough on their own and just come up with movie quotes, song quotes, whatever, and just quote somebody else, it's fine or, like, Drop, name dropping, whatever is fine, but when you can't come up with something on your own, just keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. You're not funny. TJ, a, a good friend of mine who we're going to have on the show as a guest eventually, his name's Cord Jefferson. He's a fairly prolific uh, young black writer. And he used to have this quote when we used to hang out in Hollywood. He was so annoyed that people would always be quoting Anchorman all the time. Like, he'd be like, listen, we know that you're not that smart, so you have to quote Anchorman all the time. But just remember... Better to be a quiet loser than an unoriginal douchebag, and I stand by that. <laughs> exactly. It pisses me off to no end. And, like, I'm not that funny myself, but, like, at least if, you, if you're going to quote something else, be witty about it. Do, do it in an original way. Just don't – just saying it, it just kills everybody. Now, here's the one thing I will say, and this is, you know, kind of not to your point. I 100% agree with both of you, but when you're, like, a kid and you're into comedy – like, there, imitation is the highest form of flattery sure. in the beginning. Like, you're trying to find your voice or what you think is funny or what amuses people. And sometimes you will, you know, like Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy admits openly that he would imitate Richard Pryor bits and do them for, like, family and friends sure. or whatever, just to, like, you know. So so if you're a kid listening, if you're, like, a 12-year-old, all of our big 12-year-old fans, we have had some in the past, it's okay to imitate a little bit. But if you're, like, 26 and you're still not funny, your Anchorman quotes <laughs> are fucking stupid. You're not yeah, funny. Just, just name-dropping coming from a movie is not funny, unoriginal, go. just do something or just keep your fucking mouth shut. I agree. That's all I gotta say. All I have Thanks to for say, the call, buddy. Thank you, TJ. All, all I have right, to say to, take it easy, man. Say to that is, Stephen yeah, Harper, 2012. baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make me, show me the money, huh? <laughs> yes. Hey, Jackie, I'll have what she's having. Off its tapes, there's this, and they're gone. <laughs> oh, they did not like that. All right, let's get to some of the emails, shall we? Yeah. Do you want me? Uh, do you want me to get these, Scotty? Shall we around the campfire? What, what the fuck is the want? matter with me? Hustlehuffinstaves uh, if you want to email. All right, this is, this one is from uh, Lucky Longshot. He's tell he tells us a story saying that he recently went to Foxwoods with himself and a girlfriend, and on the way back they shared the limo with a bunch of drunk girls. Oh. Um, and he said he was sort of holding court, as we would say. Remind you, I'm the only guy sitting next to my girlfriend. One drunk girl looks at me and says, "So are we all gonna go back and have an orgy?" The limo is silent for a few seconds, and in my drunken improv comedy mind, I say, well, maybe if we won tonight. While looking at my friends, and especially my girlfriend, I instantly knew I had a, you're not funny. (laughs) 
By the way, during this awkward situation, I understand now why Stave's motto is, you don't make me feel awkward, I make you feel awkward. It is hilarious and gives you that internal laugh. Thanks for all these years of the podcast. Uh, P.S. Are you explaining you're not funny? My girlfriend and reading her this email just confirmed that this is still you're not funny. And she called me a jerk off and said, <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. Nothing worse than that bus full of strangers. That was like my first ever You're Not Funny was when we were at Josh's bachelor party and that one kid on the bus, there was a guy named Harold and, and every all every one of his friends was uh, ribbing him. He's like, hey, Harold, where's Maude? And then we just rode, <laughs> rode in silence with the strangers oh, for so like good. 10 minutes. It was fu- so, so good. bad. It wasn't even a try at the reference. Uh, Nick and Mass says, so I know this is sort of specialized, but as a low-level commercial architect, since the very first day on the job, I've been getting the following. Hey, you can put the faculty game room here, or so you're dropping the jacuzzi here. <laughs> people who say things like this never give thought to the fact that people, uh, that the people that do what they do hear the same comments about their respective line of work all the fucking time. Think before you make an attempt at humor. It wouldn't be funny if it was original, but if you gave it thought, you would realize there is no way it was the first time I had heard that. That's my favorite when people back in the day would say, like, Huff and puff and blow your house down. Bet you never heard that one before. I'd be like, I want to just sometimes be like, no, you know what? I never have. That's fucking amazing. What does that mean? It doesn't make it <laughs> better. Huff and blow. What are you talking about? It doesn't make That's it better. Great, by That's the hilarious. way, if you follow it up with bet you bet heard you never, that. Bet all, you never heard that. Bet one. you never heard that because <laughs> just because you know how unoriginal you are doesn't excuse it. No, as a as a ten year old, I never heard big bad wolf references with my last name. That never happened. Or as a five year old, six year old, so never. <laughs> No, that is holy fucking original. That. that is holy original. So you, sir, you're not funny. You're not funny. I mean, just oh, think. Just think about <laughs> the the profession that you're dealing with. There's a, a a state trooper, Alaska state trooper, who wrote in saying how every time he walks in anywhere, the people will point to their friends, and be like, "She's over here, officer." Uh, just think about the job. You know, the, these people have heard it all the time. Uh, Burke, the poker dealer, writes in and says. When you ask the masseuse at massage table, table massages at poker games, she replies $2 a minute. You're not the first person to come up with G's. Does that include a happy ending? <laughs> and please don't scan the rest of the table trying to garner support for your limp dick, limp dick, limp dick attempt at humor. Pun definitely Chris, intended. I less than three when you <laughs> finger mine the doorway. Lick my tight asshole. Most you'll get from me is a wow, really at your gall, or a very sarcastic good one, buddy. Hilarious. However, I've actually looked him dead in the eye and said, You're not funny. There. You're not funny and nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Burke the Poker Dealer. Just keep up the good work. I honestly thoroughly enjoy all your endeavors. Burke's a good kid. And wish you continued escalating success. I have one of my own. <clears throat> cool. I have two of my own I want to fire off real Great. quick. I'll be brief with them. There was a guy who uh, held the door for me and my friends at the arc light, And as I was walking through the door, he went... I've always wanted to be a doorman. <laughs> you're not funny. I, I don't even know. What you're, <laughs> I don't even know what you're going for there. He's, he's seen it. No, but he wasn't saying it in a, in a mean way. Oh, he was genuinely trying to make a joke. I, I just hardly, not even really a joke. I, it's, I don't even know what I that is. I don't know how they would react if someone just fucking like died laughing at that though. Just fell to the ground. I like, did. Roy, I, you're you're like, right. Yeah, I should have done. I should have like, just God. lost it. Slapped my knee. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait a second! Wait a second! Say it again! Say it again! <laughs> you want to be, oh, a door! I get it because you're like holding the door. Hold on! Hold on! Do you care if I tweet that? <laughs> uh, oh wait! This... What about what about when you texted when you said you texted Drew about making oh. out with Drew on the show earlier and then yes. she left and yes. you never got to do the punchline? You're not yes. so funny. <laughs> you're not. That was also not funny. Um, <laughs> this is another thing that's you're not funny. So not funny. When uh, I meet a lot of new people when I like go to 
poker tours and stuff like that, and I never know who knows each other. So a lot of time, like, let's just say that I'm at a job and Scott and Jackie are there, and I'll be, like, talking to Jackie, and Scott walks up, and I'll be like, oh, Scott, do you know Jackie? And the person will go, oh, Jackie, oh, jeez, hi, Jackie, I'm Scott. I don't think we've ever met before. And they put on this, like, little fucking ruse. Like they've they never met, each other. but they definitely know each other, and they're doing it to make me feel like an idiot for trying to be polite <laughs> and introduce two people yeah. who may or may not otherwise be awkwardly standing there, not speaking to each other. Fuck you, and you're not funny. And you're not oh, funny. I'm not I, the funny. It's <laughs> it is so not funny to do that. It's so not funny. It's played. It's so fucking played. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And you, that's one that you can fall into yourself. Like you could easily do it. Just think. Have a little consideration sometimes. It's too bad, too, because, like, some of these things I want to do, like, this show has really put handcuffs on me in life. Like, I can't, I can't do some shit anymore. Like, sometimes I want to do, like, just a fucking terrible joke or say yeah. something so stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's good because I should live by the rules that I'm trying to put out there. You know, I should, I should, uh, you know, do unto others as I want done unto I do me. The, I do the opposite now. When I haven't met the person, I pretend like we have. I'm just like, oh, oh my, oh, yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. remember me? Yeah. I've, I've met this person a hundred times. Actually, no, you haven't. I'm like, oh, yes, definitely I have. Uh, what do we got here? Who else? John from Auckland. John Chaps, from I have two. First, the sex, sexless motherfucker that whenever a girl bends down to pick something up in front of him, puts his hands behind his head like he's getting a blowjob. <laughs> I think I love that cool. guy. I don't know. I think I love that guy. Uh. Sorry. You are not the funny. Second, the fucking guy that squeezes the ketchup bottle when the sauce makes a farting noise, pulls a funny face, and then says, Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> I feel like that's almost still funny. I'm torn on that one. Huff and Stapes, who's this? Yeah, you. Yeah, hey, buddy. What's happening? Hey, uh, William here. Hi, William. William. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot. All right. I hate people that just fucking yell out shit and say stuff's not funny because they didn't think of it first. It sucks. And people that call other people out for doing so is just bullshit. And it's not funny. You, you didn't win anybody over by saying, oh, I thought that joke like two weeks ago or I heard that joke three weeks ago. That's right. You just got to take it sometimes. If somebody beats you to a joke, even if you thought of it a week ago, you got to just let it go. What Usually what I do is just don't laugh and try to make other people not laugh also by looking at them but sternly. It's pretty <laughs> rare that you find people that say, yeah, no, that was funny, but it's not that funny that I'm about to laugh to it people try and shoot it down. So you're saying it's kind not funny to that. try to shoot down someone else's jokes? Yeah, no. I'm okay, fine. That. That's and not funny. Try, try and build off somebody else's joke and say, yeah, no, I'm funnier just regularly, and then it's actually not funny at all. So someone makes a and good joke, and then someone goes, hey, that was a great joke, but also I'm hilarious. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. Exactly that. It's like, oh, look at me. No, fuck that person, but look at me. It's bullshit, and it sucks. <laughs> all right, you're thanks a lot, William. Thanks for the call, William. Uh, this one just came in. I want to read it because this is pretty great. Is this the one from Thomas? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Thomas says, uh, sorry for blowing up the show, but I feel like this play is for a legendary for Huff and Stapes. I think he wants a legend of all time. You're not funny for this. So that's we don't have to give it away. We're only giving away legends of all time. We can't give them away all willy-nilly. No, we can't, but <laughs> just get, uh, get Hero ready just in case. Wow. iTunes and I had a nice off-air conversation about whether or not I wanted to purchase Hero tonight on the iTunes Music Store. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes has my back. Are you sure you want to purchase Hero? Yes. iTunes. It was like Scott, really? Yeah, it was are like Scott. Sure? Are you sure? And I was Did like, it yes, ask thank you, twice? my best friend. Yeah. Let me be Did it say, are you sure you're going to wear that shirt tonight? I just said have it ready. <laughs> I'm not giving it to him. Yeah. 
I feel like this plays for a legendary for Huff and Saves. Buddy of mine hiked up a mountain in the dark to his friends and their girlfriends. Wait, what? In the dark to his friends and their girlfriends and threw dry ice bombs into the creek near their campsite to make them think they were being shot at with a shotgun and scared them so much that the two girls are now in counseling for the affair. We go to Virginia Tech if that strikes at home more. Jesus Christ. That was really, really, really not funny. By the way, I have no fucking clue how to spell counseling. And by the way, story checks out on that. <laughs> there is an N in it. C-O-W-N. He didn't even put an N. No, there's an N in it. Too he many, doesn't have one. Too many eyes. Cowlsling. This is Cousling. Cousling. <laughs> That's how fucked up this was, because these girls went to Virginia Tech. They need Cousling. It's they a need whole other thing. Yeah. It's a, so it's a combination of cuddling and counseling. And Snooky Nicole Paluzzi. That's right. And the guy... <laughs> <laughs> the guy is so traumatized that he lost all ability to spell. Yeah, that's right. Probably. Uh, he didn't capitalize yeah. one like letter. When either. you're out camping in the middle of the woods and jokes like that, they're not funny. Like I would probably be. There's, I would say there's a few jokes, jokes that are like, 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 like oh, ghost I'm in, jokes I'm in a are bear cool. Suit like that. I don't yeah, know. Ba- bear suit's not cool. That's not funny. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe you think it was bear like, suit yeah. is funny? That's yeah, kind of funny. I think. Yeah, I think if it was a good. Bear Unless suit. someone gets shot. Right but again. At the shooting thing, that's I would 100 percent shoot someone in a bear suit. Yeah. Well, I think the Virginia Tech thing Off really puts shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> really <laughs> puts it over the edge, and you're not funny. Uh, I think we were supposed to take a break. Yeah. All right, let's take go. a break. But we have some more good. Go. We got to get to the. We got to get to the text message things though, because there's so many good ones. True. And I'll explain to everyone what happened with Drew when we get back from break as well. All right. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. Us at huffandstapes.com is the email address. Follow us. At Huff Stapes on Twitter, at Toad Hop Network, and at Extreme Talk XM165. Radio, the Huff and Stapes Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network and Extreme XM165. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. single love interruption but i just want to let the training wheels off this song at some point but it never oh, gets it doesn't there happen? Right? i don't think so i don't think he really lets the training wheels off it it just kind of goes that's a welcome change for him i guess i guess 
He's done a lot. He's done so much shit, that guy. But anyway, that's love interruption. Jack White. I am auditioning for a KCRW morning becomes eclectic <laughs> spot right now, apparently, with my delivery of that. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. Us at HuffmanStapes.com is the email address. The HuffmanStapes radio show. ToadHopNetwork.com every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time. And on Extreme Talk XM165 leading into the Nick and Artie show uh, every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Very excited to be a part of the Extreme XM family as well. Uh, and have other, there's three Toad Hop shows now on Extreme XM165. So it's very cool. Very excited. Um, should we do well? Tell us what happened with Drew. Okay, so I feel, I feel so fucking Drew bad. Has I think to work with her tomorrow. Drew has since confessed that she is sick and was leaving anyway, but decided to use that as a reason to try to make me feel bad oh. about saying that. Oh. So she was gonna call in. I don't know if she even. I guess Pat Fitzgerald says no fucking way on that. He says no, no fucking go. way. Uh-uh, no, <laughs> she's calling he in. Gave triple throat slash. He was like. Nyeh. Mm-mm. Good call. No fucking way. I will way. tell you exactly what happened. You said Saturday no offense, night. but no fucking way. <laughs> I did go out with Drew, by the way, but she brought. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I was gonna tell the story what a little the bit later, fuck, man. But it wasn't me alone. Drew went out with me and brought a couple of friends to introduce me to, and her friends, <laughs> by the way, were very attractive, but they were terrible. Oh, really? They were terrible. Like, they were just... I hope there aren't people I work with. Awful. (laughs) Like, they were just not cool, and they were... They said that I was... What does that mean, awful? Not up to your standards of cool? They said that I was boring. Oh, wow. Which, uh, my friend Greg brought up a good point, which is that, like, usually people who say other people are boring are boring people themselves. Yeah. You gotta take yourself with you. Like, I'm almost never bored. Yeah, I think other people are fucking stupid sometimes, and they annoy right. the shit out of me. But I'm not bored. So I don't think I'm not really that boring. I'm just not. Like you could say Empirically anything else. Empirically true like, that you're not boring. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I and think so. You're and so I guess there have been a few times in my life where it feels like the fact that I'm not a bragger has hurt me. And this is one of them. Boy, you're not a bra- Are you saying that you're not or not bragging Wait. in that instance? Or, okay, I guess I'm willing to split the difference with okay, you and say good. I wasn't bragging in this instance right. and I didn't really, like, <laughs> play up what it is I do or the sort of lifestyle that I lead, which I think is fairly impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever, you're on your own over there. But, no man is an island except for you right now. Is that the, <laughs> is that the 600 million year old Jurassic cricket? <laughs> wow, you, wow, you did that dead spot. Hold oh on, that dead God. spot just echoed through eternity. That was amazing. <laughs> Jesus. It broke it, 600 it million years whole, of silence. Tore a hole in the space time continuum. <laughs> that, uh, that little bit of humility oh, right there. Brilliant. Uh, and so, yeah. So that was terrible. <laughs> it was really terrible. So they and called whatever. you boring? Yeah, and was they were like, anything that prompted it? What's that? To your face? Were they like, you're boring? No, no, no. They left. And then Drew was like, by the way, my friend said you were boring. So that's why they left. Ooh, and I was man. like, cool. Awesome. So well, you did hang out with Drew. Though. Yes, I did hang out with Drew. And mm-hmm. I tried. Oh, and the other thing was that she said that she was going to introduce her, uh, introduce us to one of her friends mm. who apparently is an adult film star. Maybe Put my hair. Maybe Push she's... my head down. Shove <laughs> your big, long dick in my mouth. Maybe she was just messing with me because the person never ended up showing up. So it was kind of it was kind of a bust, which is why that was a script for the like nothing. Star actually being texted to her. Nothing good happened the whole night. It was like 
you know, actually, I really like the bar we went to, but like, obviously, I would have liked to hook up with one of Drew's friends, but Why that are you didn't going happen. Out with Drew, like, this is the same thing that happened in the beginning with you, like, hanging out with Jackie constantly, and what? then you guys and we become great friends. Whatever. It's not like anything happened. Uh, we understand nothing happened. We've yeah. been through. this. I told you I don't like hooking up with people that I work with. Like, I just right. don't. Like, it's right. just ba- a bad idea. There's no like bad blood. Between Actually, the reason I don't like hooking up with people that I work with is so that they don't storm out during the show. <laughs> and so now I wish that I had because we could have just had this same thing happen. Huh. <laughs> something about this. Sto- yeah, I don't know. Just something about Do this whole. St- I don't know. It just seems like one of those stories where a piece of it might be missing. You know what I mean? Scott, <laughs> there's just a lot of like. Let me so ask you this. Friends called me boring, and then she stormed Let out. Let me of ask the you studio. this: You've known me forever, right? You've known me for a really long time. If you forever, if I had actually made out with Drew, yep. and I didn't clear it with her to say it on the show, is right. there any way I ever would have said I made out with Drew? No, you would not. Okay. Of course not. So that proves it right there. I just okay. don't do that. There, by the way, there's it still so much... It feels like there's a part of the story that's missing. I'm not saying the missing link is you made out with Drew. Mm. I'm saying the missing part of the story is some, there's just something missing from that story. It's like, like so it's... we went out and Drew's friends called me boring and then we all went home. I don't yeah. know. Just that seems Maybe like... Drew's friends by called me boring. By the way, that story, boring. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Drew's Thank friends... Thank you, Jurassic Cricket. <laughs> Well, he's a great yes. He's a great yes and he's the best. He's a great improviser. He's the best. Um, maybe the part that's missing is that, like, when I got left alone by myself, uh, finally at the end of the night, that I called my ex girlfriend. Oh, wow. Maybe that part's getting left out. Yikes. So, I don't know. Thanks, though. But I thought you wanted (laughs) me to, uh, holler at Tay Tay J for you. Yeah, I was, I had a lot of irons in the fire that night. Okay. Because, like, I did after she had yeah, a really but bad she was in trip. Arizona. Yeah. So were you really gonna drive to Vegas if we were there? I was thinking about it. That's because I was it's so upset same, over the rejection that I had that it's night like the from same Drew's distance. friends. Drew's friends said, "I'm boring. I'm gonna drive to Vegas." <laughs> that's not boring, right? That's decidedly not boring. Not boring. It's See, unboring. At least that's the kind of shit. Like I went out with you guys on Friday night. And we all hung out. And the most exciting thing that happened <laughs> on Friday night was that I was eating Popeye's fried chicken with no napkins. Hey, we're just manhandling, walking. <laughs> walking down Highland, just eating chicken. That's what a married guy does. There was, like, no shot I was trying to get with any girls. I was just, like, <laughs> just like eating Popeye's fried chicken, walking down Highland. The most exciting thing that happened that night was that. That's the most exciting thing that happened. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, the next boring. night, it's like, do you guys got a bevy of women, and there's shit going on, you're calling up ex-girls. Like, there's drama. There's all kinds of interesting shit happening. Like, as a married guy, the most exciting thing that happened to me this weekend was I took my first ever porta potty dump. Oh, ever oh, dumped. You must ever. have been desperate. What happened? Yeah, I was so desperate. Where, I mean, where were what? you near a porta potty? Yeah, at, at, at Malibu Wines, at a wine tasting up Wait, in Malibu. They don't have bathrooms. No, they have they have porta potties up there. It's like hard to get plumbing all the way. How up there. terrible was that wine? That you you want to take a dump? A I was wasn't. Say. I think it was the Popeyes fucking fried chicken. I'm <laughs> tying it all together. Every thank you. That's been our show. Oh. Popeye's fried chicken walking down Highland. Wake up the next day, venti coffee. Boom, little sour cream coffee cake on the way. You want me to get all the details for you? I don't all know, right. Scott. It sounds We're like gonna... some part's being left out of this story. <laughs> <laughs> Which part was it? Yes, the wine. I don't know. No, there's nothing left out. Believe yeah. me, and there was nothing left. It was bad. It was, and, and it was like, it was horrible. For me, it was horrible. And the thing was, I realized after I went into my first ever porta body dump, when I got out, there were like, People waiting in line for another set of like bathrooms that seem like those Real were the, those were like the dump bathrooms though. Uh, wait, because nothing seemed to like work in the one I was in. Well, they don't work. They're what just do you mean? there's. What do you no, mean? Like it didn't flush? No, I know it doesn't flush. 
Yeah, they don't do that. It just like didn't even didn't even make it all the way down into like the collection area. Um, I just left like a. It was bad. I don't want to hear anything. How yeah, close? Exactly. I, sorry, it was terrible. How close to the rim was the deuce when you left? We it? were we were not playing above the rim, but we were playing. Yeah. you know. Slightly below. Like, if you ran your hand over the rim, would you catch? No, but, you know, for me, it was, like, a huge step. It was actually kind of liberating, but also I I was, like, a secret agent. Like, I didn't want anyone to know I was going in there for that purpose, and then when I got out, I was trying to, like, make sure I covered my tracks. Like, I, the door was open, and I could have kind of left it open for the guy who was waiting behind, but I, like, slammed it behind me so that it would take him an extra second to get in there and see what what had happened. Like, I had to cover my tracks a little bit. Right. It was was humiliating. Did you do the thing where you like flapped the door a few times to let as it you out? exited? Yeah, no, you didn't I just do that. slammed it on this old man. You didn't do the away. thing where you like scoop your hands and just try to scoop the air out of it. Here was the worst part when I came back. So we were doing this, we were doing this wine tasting, right? And it was a three-part wine tasting. This is a true story too. So three-part wine tasting, and I was kind of like, I had walked away with these two friends of Alexander's who I'm not that close with. Who were like, oh, I have free tokens. Like, come do an extra wine tasting with us. And I was like, cool. And it was this guy and his girlfriend. So we had done the first set of a flight of three. And when I got, I left for kind of a while. It was like a bad situation. <laughs> so I was gone for a while. And I came back and I just go, Ew. I go, so, I go, so, on to number two. And the two of them were just like, yeah, on to number two. <laughs> Someone already had his like, number two. Oh, I felt so humiliated. I didn't even Busted. do number three with them. Yeah. I didn't even do number three. That's the most exciting number thing that three, happens to you in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> most exciting thing that happens to you in a weekend. Well, anyway, if you're a I, guy. I also thought the story was boring, which is why the next day I decided to send you that text just so you would think. That something would hap- had happened. Because it's way more exciting than what actually happened. I would say I kind of made out with Drew. Yeah. But it didn't get to me. It got to Drew. Yes. Awesome. And now we were down a call screener. At least one. She said it. She said it's fine. It's fine. She'll be yeah. back? Yeah. All right. Well, great. I she said that, that she legitimately was not planning on staying. Maybe she had to pre-show. Maybe she, she's, she's not comfortable She's at the, the porta potty day. right now. She <laughs> is, she's holed up in the porta potty So as long as we're talking wrong text stories. Yeah. Let's get into some of the ones that were submitted by users. Users. What the fuck am I talking uh, about? Register for Huff and Stapes. Register <laughs> on our website today. Users. <laughs> uh, some fan submissions for wrong email and text stories. I told mine last week, like my best one last week, which was when Seabock was our boss at the World Series of Poker. And he was pissing me off so bad one morning in Vegas that I was trying to IM you. And I wrote, Seabock's being such a whiny fucking asshole today. <laughs> and then it was Come like, on, dude, sent this to don't Joe say, don't say fuck. <laughs> so I, be a whiny fucking asshole. So then I covered my tracks and I was like, haha, you're standing right here. That's why I did it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, terrible cover. Yeah, so when he got back up there, he'd be like, oh, I was standing right there. That's hilarious. Ah, he's, he's gullible. Well, that's mine. You <laughs> buy it. Oh, it worked? That's yeah, it worked. Awesome. Oh, good for you. The one that he was I like, did. Oh, Huff, you jokester. <laughs> you jokester. You were looking right at me, I bet, while you were doing it. <laughs> the one I did most recently was when I texted SG Moxie, Sierra, what I meant to text with the other girl, Sierra, that I'd been hooking up with. Ooh. I texted SG Moxie, who I had never met and only exchanged a few texts. <laughs> I wrote to her, I want inside you. <laughs> And then I, in trying to cover it up, I wrote another one that said, Oh, sorry, I meant that for the mother of the groom. <laughs> because I was so coming back from a wedding. And uh, she was like, yeah, you were fine until you made that weird joke about about the mother of the groom. So Can I, can I do Jesse's? We got to hang out with Jesse, our old, um, I was so happy our old engineer. Was he was yeah, in Jesse, town Jesse's hanging out. Jesse's really good. Uh, he's a good kid. He came out and watched us do stand-up. Um, 
He's the most awkward person in the world. I, the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen. I love him to death. I really do. Like, I spent the whole night, like, just chatting up with Jesse. He's great. Oh, but I he's really fucking, like the show, guys. Yeah, he's so funny, dude. He tried, he tried and failed somehow twice to place an order at a Mexican restaurant when it was, like, his turn. He was like <laughs> this. At one point, the woman walks over, and she's like, okay. He's like, uh, can you, uh, Come back to me. He's like, okay. She makes it all the way around the table and he gets back to him. She's like, okay, sir, what can I get for you? And he goes, oh. And she starts to like turn to look at someone else and he just stops and leans back. <laughs> took someone else's drink order. As if he to totally expected yeah. to be ignored. Aww. Yep. Oh, totally expected. I don't like read a magazine when I go to the bathroom. I usually just take my laptop and continue what I was previous doing. <laughs> previously doing. At the time, I had recently bought my first Mac and was still getting accustomed to iChat. I saw my best friend Brian online and said, Wow, Kitty's taking a monster tub sandwich. <laughs> Well, Kitty's taking a monster dump sandwich. Are you by chance doing the same? Want a video chat? And, of course, sent this to a girl I previously met through J-Day. I don't know of her reaction because I blocked her immediately. Go me! From J-Cat. J-Cat. Classic J-Cat. Kitty's taking a monster dump sandwich. <laughs> which is, by the way, how I meant to lead off my story about the porta potty, which would have been so much better. I meant to say, Wah, Kitty's taking a monster dump sandwich. <laughs> Uh, it makes it even better that it came from Jesse. Oh my god! This Kitty. next one, he tell he calls himself Kitty to his friend. Kitty. There's so many things about this. Wow. He sees his friend Brian. You think it's he goes, wah? Wah. Like he's crying like, "Wah, Kitty's taking a monster dump sandwich." <laughs> oh, so good. All right, that's from Jesse. This one's from Nick Lemke, who says, "My ex posted on Facebook that her and her current BF were thinking about marriage, and the next day she posted a picture of a gumball machine ring he had given her." I text a friend making fun of how lame he was, and that is probably all he could afford. I text it to her, my ex, instead. Whoops. <laughs> I actually do that a lot where I'm I'm sending a text about someone, and I end up sending it to the person it's about. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, because that you're thinking the about that person. I do that quite regularly. Um, 99 Problems. Can't tell you how many times I've come close to, and that's a terrifying moment in itself. Have you ever stops. done, oh, yeah. have Get you done sweaty. like, have you gotten yeah. it all the way there and then you go to hit send and you're like, oh shit, that is and exactly you're like, the person I God. did not want to send yeah, this to. Yeah, I've done it for sure. There was one time actually that I wrote, like just to get out of my system, this massively dramatic, horrible uh, sort of catty text back to someone who sent me something mean. And I, it was like four texts long. And just to get it out of my system, I like wrote it. And then the next morning, I pulled out my phone to like show someone what I had written. And then before I could even hit the delete key, it just sent. Like I didn't touch oh. any. It just went. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, God, no. And it, it took me days to recover from What's that. What's the one. point of the fucking outbox on like Outlook and Entourage, by the way? Because I've sent an email. You? I've sent an email and it's at it's in the outbox now. Sometimes it'll just straight up like choke an email and won't send it yeah. if it's too big or whatever. But if it's you feel like you have that extra second, you like don't. I've gone there before and tried to take it back, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. No, you can't. Sometimes take it back. it'll let you think you deleted it, but it's sent anyway. Yeah, I had a business email I had to send the other day, and it was like kind of an important one. It had a lot of different shit in it, a lot of elements. I had to send like two scripts and like some dailies and a bunch of other shit in this email to a very important person. And whatever her name was, Nicole something or other, and the network she worked for. And to remind myself, and I didn't want to put her name in the the actual out, you know, the to section of the email. So I 
wrote her name in the subject section just to remind myself who I was sending it to and whatever. It was like yeah. her name, whatever her email address was, and you know her network. But then for fucking some reason, I still typed in her email. And then the subject line of this very important email was just her name, her <laughs> network, her email address, and her phone number. <laughs> and you sent it? And I sent it. Oh. And it went to the outbox, and it went to the outbox, and I'm like, shit. Get it! I tried to take it back. No. No good. No go. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, yep. yikes. I think we got one more. 99 Problems writes in, my wife's cousin Becca was... My wife's cousin, Becca, was getting married about 10 years ago. She's coordinating with her mother via email addresses for people they were compiling for the guest list. Her mom received an email with a current address for some distant cousin that lived out of state. I've met these people. To say they are weird is an understatement, including their very pasty-looking son, who is a quote-unquote porn director. Mm. The mother emailed them back and copied Becca so she could add them to the list. Becca, having very little desire to invite them, wrote back to her mom, ranting about how weird they were and that she isn't at all close to them, and it seemed like a waste to spend the extra money on them as the per-head price of the dinner was relatively expensive. She sent the email to her mom, only to realize a few seconds later that she replied all. In a panic, she shut off her computer <laughs> as if it would stop the email from going out. I could see myself doing that, just tearing it from the wall, <laughs> just just completely like going down to the main power box of my house and just shutting it all down, <laughs> sticking a fucking key in a light socket. <laughs> uh, it, uh, then she proceeded to call up her internet provider to see if they could stop the email or had a way to retrieve it from oh, her cousin's no. email box. Oh, Needless to say, the cousin received the email rant and a call from Becca later that night apologizing about the email and inviting them to the wedding. Oddly enough, they actually showed up to the wedding and as a memento for their daughter has a nip slip caught in the wedding photos oh. when she was leaning over her dad's shoulder to squeeze into a family photo. That is from wow. Don, a.k.a. 99 Problems. Scott, we got an email request here for you to tell the story of the C word in the coffee shop. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well... Oh, I didn't get to my yeah. Okay, so this this may be. You guys have to tell me whether or not this is a, a legend of all time, a Huff and Stapes all time legend. But uh, so Sunday morning, I went to get a uh, coffee and a bagel from Brooklyn Water Bagel because I like to see Larry King every Sunday. I like to just start off my day with little Larry King. He owns the place. He's always there, always there. It's amazing. You see him a lot every time. You see Larry King I live. I see Larry King live <laughs> every time I go get a bagel. Wow. So I'm in line. It's a pretty decently long line. And there is a uh, woman at the register already with her presumably boyfriend or whatever. And uh, I'm waiting in line, and the woman behind me walks in with a bunch of kids. And the woman at the register yells back to the woman in line, Hey, what do you guys want? I'm right here. I'll order it. And mm. the woman, and the woman, right? Mm. So the woman, very nice woman behind me in line goes, No, you know what? It's not right. Uh, no, just, you know, I'll wait. It's fine. It's really good. It's not cool. I'll wait. So. All's well that ends well. Like, that's that's great. What a fucking cunt, right? No, no, no. So I stand there in line, and the woman behind is like, uh, she waits there for an extra second, and her friend goes, text me. Like, is text me your order. And the woman goes, through you? Yeah, she goes, no, no, no well, not through me. She's up at the front of the line, but I see them because I'm, like, in right. the middle of everything. I can, okay. I have a good vantage point to see it all. And she goes, just text me. Text me your order. And the woman's like, okay. Oh, wow. And then proceeds to, by the way, text the order. And as she's texting, more and more people who are joining them for breakfast start coming in. Another couple comes in. And I'm not bullshitting you. In total, six children, six adults. Ew. Oh, my God. I am not kidding you. The one register is tied up for the next ten minutes. I make it all the way from, like, seventh or eighth in line to the register next to them. Here's the thing. It's like you. she only cared. 
only cared about about looking, looking right like she was a considerate person. She didn't care that she was actually the biggest fucking C in the world ever to do that, to then text to text message it. And so I just stood there and stared at her out of the corner of my eye the whole time, just stink-eyed the shit out of her the whole time. And then she eventually, eventually just gets uncomfortable standing next to me, walks around the corner and goes up and just stands at the front of the line with her friend, like probably explaining and decoding the text message. Right. Because she accidentally sent the bagel order to me. Wrong text message story. Gotcha, <laughs> you, you whores. I just couldn't believe it. It was like, that's, you are the biggest C ever. Just that's really either bad. do it or don't do it. But don't put on a show for us like you're a decent human being and then turn around and just be a fucking oh my asshole. God. The thing is, I would love to come join you at the front of the line, but I'm, I'm not just skipping. I'm skipping everyone in the line, so I can't do it. Four lattes. I really would love to be able to join you. Thank you so much for offering two mocha fraps. But I can't. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's not right. Three iced teas. Uh, and also... You know, these people have been here, and I, I just care so much. Three bagels, two everything, one cinnamon raisin, veggie cream cheese, light butter. But seriously, I mean, Did you these say people... cinnamon raisin with a veggie cream cheese? Yeah. You just came with the grossest bagel order ever? No, it's that's, that's, that's the gross. gross. Can we get a legend? Well, that was the Scott, grossest. Really? She is a cunt. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Can we get an all-time? That is that is a legend of all time. The person they who orders the cinnamon raisin. cream ra- cheese? Wow. It's, the it's, things you learn from this show. It's cunt food. I wouldn't know. The only thing to feed a C. That's the legend of all time. That's the worst bagel order ever. Cinnamon raisin with veggie cream cheese? Get oh, out of here. Oh, there are worse bagel no, orders. So. What could be worse, really? I don't know. An everything bagel with peanut butter and honey? That's pretty gross, too. Yeah. This is a lot of combos you can have. You can't just go throwing around the legends all right, of all fine. time, Scott. So you don't, Jesus think, you don't think this woman's a legend of all time in terms of line etiquette? She sounds like She's a the bitch. Word. I mean, it was, the word, this is it's the worst a, part, it's too. It's a line etiquette fake out of all time. Yeah, I'll get I'll give her that. It was that watching her be corrupted to the dark side too. Like she was kind of the like heavy set friend, and then her like kind of hot friend was up front. With oh her yeah, friend, and just watching her like oh, she cave to, be popular. to the yeah, she yeah. Cave to the peer pressure. Well, if you want to be skinny and popular, well. stay out of the fucking bagel store. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I've learned recently wow. is here's how you should decide on your diet in life. Here's how you decide on your diet. You t- you walk into the restaurant you're about to think about eating in. Take a look at the people that are there. Take a survey of what they look like, what their situation is. And if it's bad, like I was in Brooklyn Water Bagel the other day, and it's just like all fatties and a lot of people with like mm-hmm. terrible skin. And like it was just a bad, and then a few cops or whatever, but they're allowed to be there because they're cops and they eat at bagel and, and donut stores. It's like if you walk at like a McDonald's, just look at the general demographic seating there. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you go to like a juice bar, see a lot of. If, it's, I'm just saying, if you're aspiring to be a certain way, you can probably tell the second you walk into the place of business you're about to eat at what the what you're generally going to look like if you continue to frequent this place. Those people are probably there more often. Yeah, than I mean, they like they say, you are what you eat. Right, so exactly. So if you're eating a bagel, you're probably like a big fatty with a <laughs> hole that you can't really find. <laughs> I just that was it was just unbelievable. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm willing to give it to you, uh, Scott. Do you remember a, a couple of weeks ago, we were out? I don't know, like in the Love It somewhere, and then I like opened my Firefox, and there's like a giant porn just sitting there. Yep. Light asshole and choke me so hard I can't. That's right. Put Someone my needs to put this to a porno. Um, so and I told you that I would explain to you why that was. You're like, what reason could you possibly have to be watching porn here? And here's the thing: is that 
there is like when you go to like X videos, right? That page has like a hundred videos on it, and it changes like every ten minutes. And mm. if I find one that I like that I want to go back to, there's no way I'll ever be able to find it again. So I end up leaving like an open tab of porn open on my computer for like five days sometimes That's because risky. I'm like I'm like oh, I just I don't think I'm gonna be able to find this again. This is great. Because I'll never remember the keywords. I'm like, I think it had, like, fucking whore in it. <laughs> so I just leave it open. So occasionally I get myself into some dicey situations when I, like, open my computer and there's, like, or there's just a tab showing that'll be, like, black girl rides it. <laughs> black girl re. That's all it says. Yeah, bl- the R-I. Black girl, black girl rye. And it reminded me, I, I told people that I would uh, explain this on the air. I, I now also masturbate exclusively left-handed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I noticed, I think that I'm starting to get a slight left curve to my ding-dong. It's, it hasn't been there, really. You and actually so, warped it. And I the... think that I've masturbated so much with my right hand over the years that I've actually bent it, like Niagara Falls. Like it's just like one, <laughs> like one. I bent it like Beckham. Uh, like Niagara Falls, like one drop of water created those falls over millions of years. So over like the millions of times I've masturbated, I've actually like cause the curvature so now i masturbate only left-handed to try to balance it out you're like a bonsai tree you yeah just, exactly like, warped it in a direction yeah I'm so sure now i'll needed the motion with it for those of you the problem is video. i don't do it as often as i used to so i don't know if i'm ever going to catch up again i have a feeling you can never catch up you don't think so you don't think no. i can bend it back bend it back like beckham no, I, don't think, I don't think nope that movie doesn't exist they never made the sequel <laughs> oh bend man it back like beckham i want to bend it back like beckham <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can. Yeah, you've got you've got way too much time invested in originally bending it like Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know that I can ever match the numbers that that I had from age thirteen to nineteen. It's like your fifty year plan to like get back. You're like when I'm seventy, I'm gonna have a perfectly straight dick. That's yeah. all I want. I'll be, I'll be a huge winner if I have a perfectly straight dick. I just don't have the energy to go. You know, like six. What'd you say your record was? I think I went seven in a day. I think the record was seven while reading Alas Babylon in high school. That book was so fucking boring. It was just so boring. I just had to. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't help it. <laughs> I had to pop off like every ten pages just to make it through. I find that when I get writer's block, popping off is always one of my go to's. Doesn't seem to help. Really? But I like it. What does that help you do? Clear my mind. Really? Yeah, because like you know how like the second you have an orgasm, like you could, you would rather be doing anything else than ever having sex. Like they say that semen leaves the body at 30 miles per hour, which for me is exactly the same speed that my excitement turns to disgust. <laughs> Where I'm just like, all right, well, that's done. Like, what's on TV? Oh, there's my Xbox. Shit, I got bills to pay. I should write some stand up. Like, I want to do anything. <laughs> of course you do. You but can't have that lingering in the back of your mind. No. Because then that's all you want to do. Right, exactly. Well, you got to get that out of the way. It, but it, it, it's, it's like really. the biggest flip-flop. It might be a legend of all time flip-flop from going from you must have something to you don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. You want it ever again. It's like the it sharpest like... drop-off ever. The slipperiest slope is my left-curved yeah. penis. You could go like... You, could, you can't usually... like If you're like an alcoholic, you can't go like... Just a night of sleep, even without waking up and like needing to have a drink. But it's like mm-hmm. if you if you pop one, you could probably go a day as like a guy our age. You go like a full day if you and not need to do it ever again. You know, for yeah, that day you're good. Absolutely, you could do a million other things. You could accomplish more now. In a yes, day. yeah. Back now in the day, no. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. Was that the bear again? Uh, JJ Carrado says, guys, that Jackie Bray looks like she is going to kill herself. You guys should have a separate show. You and Hoax House should have a show. With the two of you just, uh, well, you already do have a show. No, they the could do a show. Yeah, show. they could do like the, the wrap up show of the Huff and Steve show. 
Um, real quick, we wanted to read. I wanted to read an email, and then we're gonna get out of here. But where the hell was it? There was just the like sappy a, fan mail, yeah, yeah. Or where the, the new sending text email from nope, people. Sappy. Fan All right, this mail. is from Michael J. Piazza, who says. Hello, all. I've been listening to you guys since I was a teenager, and you were in the basement days. And to put things in perspective, I now have to have my girlfriend shave my back. So in a way, I feel as if I've grown up with you guys. Me growing in a physical sense and in that annoying way where all of us 20-year-olds think we're genius philosophers, and you growing in numbers of fans, having a studio, adding blonde girls to the staff, running through help like shit through a goose, Huff getting married, and shit, etc., it's always a highlight of my week to listen to you guys, and I wish you all the best success in the future. You've got a lifelong fan in me. Thanks for the laughs, Michael J. Piazza. And that is absolutely the end of the email with yep. nothing else. And uh, it's not Mike Piazza. Not the Mike You're Piazza. You're really going to let Michael that J. slip, P- that that is absolutely the end of the email? Absolutely. Oh, of course I, I will. I'm so excited. There is nothing. There's not a postscript. No PS. No. No nothing. We retired PS. At the end. That's right. We retired. Unfortunately, we can't read this PS. No. That Very says. Nice. That says. <laughs> yeah, that's all it says. <laughs> says HF. No, it says Huff greater than Stapes. It says Huff carrot three Stapes. It says Huff greater than Stapes. If there was a heart, it might say. Chris, I less than three when you finger mine the doorway, lick my tight asshole, Michael and less choke than me so hard I can't you, breathe. my hair, he does, push yeah. my head down. One in a million. He less than three. His love is one in a million. So deep I tear up and choke. Slap it. my pussy till I come. Fuck me in the ass low and good. All right. It Guys, it's all the time we have for the Huff and Stapes radio show this week. Next week, Asterios Coconuts coming in, uh, filling in for Stapes. Uh, you can find us every week. I'm going to be, be fucking boring, just working in London, just being paid to fly across the Atlantic to be on television in 20 countries around the world. But well, that's fucking boring. It's totally boring. I should have done that P.S. P.S. Huff was greater than Stapes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us every week, Tuesday nights on the Toad Hop Network, the full two-hour show if you're listening to us on Extreme Talk XM 165. Join us every Tuesday night for the full, the full boat. Full ride uh, here on the Huff and Stapes radio show, www.toadhopnetwork.com. You can, of course, download us on the iTunes Music Store as a podcast. Not that anyone here at Toad Hop will count those numbers, even though we were a top 50 comedy podcast all week. And, by the way, also on the full feed for Toad Hop, we're the most popular show there as well. But don't worry. We probably have, what, 30 listeners a month? Of course we do. We have 30 fucking callers tonight, Toad Hop Network. Uh, on behalf of everyone here for the Huff and Stapes radio show, uh, Lewis Silverstein, thank you, sir. Thank you, Lewis. GR3D.com. Check him out. GR3D.com. And, of course, Pat Fitzgerald in there as well. He also, GR3D. Thanks for uh, chasing off the call screener, guys. I'm sure you both tried to, like, date rape her in there or something. It's a true story. <laughs> I'm sure no one took up for me. That's yeah. for sure. I'm getting flicked oh, off. I love it. They're, they're, just laugh. they're just laughing hysterically. Uh, they're laughing all the way to the illustrator where they're going to make some horrible picture of me for next week. Thanks, guys. Uh, GR3D.com. Just one more time. They're not date rapists, but they are very talented at what they do. Helping us out on the video. If you're not tuning into the video, come here every week and you can check us out. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald, thank you, buddy. You were on fire tonight. Great job, our engineer, Nick Fitzgerald. Thanks. Um, another guy who's probably tried to walk out of here a time or two, but he's decided to stick it out with he us. He just so can't get out. Fuck it. That's <laughs> right. He's sticking around. Uh, Jackie Bray, thank you. And thanks for bringing us some fans tonight to perform for it. Feels yeah. nice here I'm at the really John I'm really glad that they got to listen to all that great animatronic voice stuff. Well, listen, we really covered it all for your mom and your sister tonight. We had animatronic, um, 
pornographic text messages, the curvature of Stave's penis, my first dump in a porta potty. There's a lot of really great. I called stuff. your sister a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even want to go, don't wanna go out there now. She might fight you. Oh boy. She beat me up a lot, so. I think that maybe I am kind of scared. There's a, there's a little attraction there. I think is what it is, like the old schoolyard attraction. You know, she's a lesbian, right? Now, when Joe gets certain kinds of haircuts, he looks like a lesbian. That's true. <laughs> we have a lot in common. Yeah. Well, then she's probably thinking we're going to be in competition for the same ladies. At Jackie Bray on Twitter, I'm at Scott B Huff on Twitter. So long from Los Angeles. We'll see you next week on the Huff and Stapes Radio Show at Two Jacks Joe. Joe Stapleton has just one thing left to say. Was a lesbian, Jackie. Smell you later. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.